Welcome back to Geeks Inherited the Earth. I'm JC. Hey, what's up, guys? This is CK. Got Mike D right here. And today we have a guest because we get tired of filling this time ourselves. Uh, Joining us today is a guy who's also on a show on Outlander Media Network. He's on uh, DLC Respawn. I forgot to turn my phone on mute, so that was a nice free uh, Facebook ding plug. (laughs) Please welcome to the show Mr. Ryan Shipley. Hey, what's up, man? Dicks out. Dicks out, yeah. I, Dicks are I like out. how we try to make excitement in a room of five people. Like, if we just clap hard enough, yeah. it's going to sound like he's getting a WWE intro just yep. walking into the It's the, the Golden Globes studio. clap. Yeah. The confetti was nice. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, was, I mean, I That was dandruff. I just don't bathe. Oh, yeah, same. no. Still nice. <laughs> Noise. Noise. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for having me here. It's been one of my resolutions this year is to be on more podcasts. So I feel like I'm finally going to have a resolution I can stick to. I'll tackle diabetes next year. <laughs> Damn! Uh, I appreciate your your uh, bravery, sir. I don't know, yes. but if you're the first person to lose a foot over this show, I'm getting a tattoo of you after you die. <laughs> nice. I'll do it before, so there'll be continuity. Oh, you just got the prequels? Yeah. No, it'll be like a baby Ryan tattoo. Aww. I bet that'd be as popular as baby Yoda. It'll have the foot. Yeah, it'll be... It, I'll make it green. It's back in the good days when I had a foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, there's you know, pre and post for so many characters in shows. It'll be pre foot, post yeah. foot. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm getting a pig. If I lose this foot, I'm a pirate, full on pirate. Oh, that's what, <laughs> oh yeah. When they took my mom's leg, that's what she did, just so she could make did all the she? peg jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She'll call herself Hop Along just to win an argument, so nobody knows how to fight back. <laughs> it's amazing. I think that's what it is. You laugh at it yourself, and you get it where nobody's uncomfortable. Yeah, and you disarm everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of disarming, I disarm. Every- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So tell us a little about yourself well um ryan shipley we uh do a podcast on the network dlc respawn where we uh talk video games some pop culture i force it on bingy he usually (laughs) doesn't like it when i start bringing it up but i do what i do um been a pot like i guess a pop culture geek all my life i love all of it i try to stay positive with it love comic books love video games I feel like I'm in a psychiatric. Everybody's watching me right now, and I don't know. <laughs> I make a lot of eye contact. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so the pop culture. How does that make you feel? <laughs> awesome. Show, uh, show us on the it, doll um, where you think Spider Man is. It replaced the part of my heart where my dad was. <laughs> oh damn! damn. Uh, yeah. You can oh, say yeah. where the road goes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I bet you doing when you were doing stand up. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I bet you when you were trying stand up and thought you were really funny, and then you wouldn't stop talking about Spider Man. And I kind of wanted to throw you down a flight of fucking stairs. You're the uh-huh. single biggest Spider Man fan I have ever met yeah. in my life. I love Spider Man. Why? I think it's just because as a child. Spider-Man was that character that I connected with. Mm, yep. Peter Parker was kind of an outsider that got by with his humor. He's wearing a Spider-Ham shirt. I am right wearing now. a Spider-Ham <laughs> shirt, and I can tell you right now, Spider-Ham was probably the second comic book I ever bought with my own money. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. fucking cool! Yeah, so is. the fact that Spider-Ham is now like people know who he is, it kind of blows my mind. Isn't it crazy? It's so crazy. Like when I was going to high, when I was going to school, girls had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were, oh, right, all right. that, and now. Like, 
Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot are household names. That's the fucking weirdest thing ever. It is it's really weird. It's like, it's like Spider-Ham. Like, for instance... I've I, I've been I'm in love with Spider Ham. Have been with yeah. Peter Porker since right I was there. a kid, man. I love it. And like in the past couple of years, we've had so many great things happen. Not counting, you know, Into the Spider Verse, which is yeah, just yeah, an amazing yeah. movie. And casting John Mulaney to voice him know, was perfect. Fantastic, brilliant. Um, but you know, we we finally got a Marvel Legend of him last year. Yes, and I have it, and it's great, and a Funko Pop. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I've got both of them, and it makes me happy that I, I never thought in my lifetime I would get Spider Ham figures. And I can tell you right now, <laughs> Bill Langford is a god amongst men. He didn't tell me this, but we ended up going to a movie together, and as we left the movie, he handed me a, a bag, and inside the bag was the Marvel Legends Spider Man. Wow. Oh, man, he's, he's a, a good dude. He's like, this is your gift. He's a good dude. Yeah. So he got a hug. Yeah. But yeah, there's so much Spider Ham uh, like product out right now. I mean, I had the shirt made for me. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. See, another one of my biggest things is Batmite, and Mike was there the day that I rushed to <laughs> the store to try to get Batmite. I rushed to um, the comics to Bill's shop and yeah. got there, and somebody had already grabbed Batmite no. and, and was checking out with him. That dude, it looks like Wolverine that's always in there. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're oh, awesome, whoever you are. I don't know who you are, yeah. but you look so much like Logan, it freaks me out. Um, <laughs> he has the mutton chops, the hair, huh. and he's just like always walking around in a tank top. <laughs> Maybe that's just what he's like. <laughs> it's that the that my uh, Funko Pop, right? The ba- yeah, the Batmite Funko yeah. Pop. Yeah. So I was like, damn, no. But I was like, I'm not gonna like fight Wolverine over it because I'll lose. Yeah. Did no, you I'm end not- up getting it? No, not yet. Oh, he's got more in. I know. I'm gonna get it. Okay. I'm just poor. Because <laughs> it's funny you said that. I actually got that for a friend for Secret Santa. Ah. And it wasn't for you. That's another person that got what could be yours. <laughs> They're taking your precious. They're taking your precious. No. I just had to fuck with you about Spider-Man. I know you're a big fan. And every time you talk, I've mentioned it around you, I can hear your asshole clench. Like, please don't make fun of (laughs) Spider-Man. Leave him alone. No, I'm a Spider-Man fan. I just like fucking with you about it. Yeah, no, no, no. It's good. And you're a big Deadpool, right? Yeah. yeah. And I know you love the Guardians. Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. If you're going Marvel stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my wheelhouse. Mostly because I, I think that if there was an interstellar used car salesman, it would be Star Lord. Yeah, and that's kind of like the comic book I want to read. You know, yeah, yeah. like Star Lord strikes me the kind of guy that if Marvel could write in getting tested for the clap into an issue, it would happen to Star Lord, where Deadpool <laughs> would just be like, "I'll heal from the clap," <laughs> or awesome. Gambit. Oh, yep, yep, that could happen to Gambit. Hey, Ryan, Very easily. Um, Ryan, do you have a favorite Spider-Man story you could identify one or two off the top? The, my favorite story probably all time and I, somebody told me recently it doesn't hold up but I don't believe that I've not mm. read it in a long time was the Craven story The Last Stand Craven's Last, Last Hunt, Hunt. Oh, yeah, that's, um, yeah that's dope whoever Jay. says it doesn't hold up 100% wrong uh, yeah. they're probably the same people that think the clone stories are underappreciated mm, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I read it again recently it's, it's one of my all time favorites too uh, it's just dark as fuck it's, yeah. um, it's really solid and an early uh, Amazing Spider-Man the one everybody knows it it's the one where the building falls on oh, Spider-Man yeah. Yeah. he's gotta like basically get escape from the building by, dead, like, uh, by um, push pressing it yeah, he push yeah, yeah. presses his way out yeah, Wasn't that was, one of the Sinister Six storylines? No, it was, um, I forgot, it was like Amazing Spider-Man 38 to 30. It was really early. That iconic cover where he's yeah. just holding it all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it was Dr. Octopus that knocks it down. It's kind of like one of those famous panels, kind of like how we both got the Bagman Funko. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of the fact that it's just legend, that panel yeah. is so legendary yep. of Bagman Spider-Man. Yeah. The fact that they made one of those. I know. So it makes cool. me so happy. <laughs> I bought that shit immediately. It's like, you know what? I can eat ramen tonight. Sorry, daughter. You're eating ramen too. Daddy's coming home with Bagman. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I procured 
all together during Christmas. I, the, my Christmas presents were all Spider-Man for some reason. Nice. I got Bagman. I got Craven. I got Sandman. I got um, Scarlet Spider, the Kane version. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and the future Foundation Spider-Man. Not yet. That made me so Guess mad. Who's got it? Oh, you? Yeah. Oh. Probably my favorite suit. Yeah. Um, um, our Walgreens have finally started to come through. On oh, the yeah, they are. Yeah, finally, but not their, not the Black Series, or I mean the. Um, Marvel Legends. Yeah. Just as a random one, what are you, if he's got his? What are y'all's favorite Spider-Man storylines? Because I know mine, but what, like, what's y'all's? Blue. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> like, not a big Jeff Loeb fan, but yeah. I love anything he does with Tim Sale. Yeah, no blue. Um, Which Loeb is blue? That was the. Uh, it's the fixer for one more day. <laughs> oh, that would be why. That, that's in the hole where I just did it, not read Spider Man. It's in that same uh, category as. Um, uh, now they have Silver Surfer Black. They did Hulk Gray. They did. Yeah. Um, they they did Daredevil Yellow. Daredevil Yellow. Yep. And what was white? There was a something white. Anyway, all those books are great. The Pick hate those. longer. <laughs> pick those up and i yeah. recommend it highly and uh and honestly just for the impact of it uh absolute carnage absolute nice. carnage is on my list yeah actually that ties with the uh the todd mcfarlane sinister six run that he did where he ended up with like death clock's arm and shit and like the, yeah. like the cybernetic eye on the outside of the suit like as a kid that was just like <laughs> the coolest framing of spider-man where it's like he kind of quit being a jokester for a little bit and was like seriously y'all we need to go fuck these people up yeah like he turned into a badass in that storyline mm. for me uh obviously craven's last hunt we we mentioned that that was a very formative one for me uh right in a cool era of comics too and everything was starting to be taken seriously for adults but the mcfarland run itself leading up into that eric larson run, that whole chunk right there was so impactful so on me um, that that's one of the reasons i got drawn back into comics you know Right around that age, I'd grown away from it a little bit. But that that really pulled me back in, man. That just spectacular art style. Everything felt fresh and cool and exciting. Uh, That's that what McFarlane got me into was it. Great. And yeah. he did the first, big eyes. Big eyes, definitely. The, and first, the, the way he drew the webs with like the yeah, spiral yeah. wound around it. That's really cool. Which they still do over that shit. Yep, that is stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my first continuity Spider-Man. About Everything else before that was just single issues or like collected stuff. Ooh. And when I got the Todd McFarlane one, I was like, okay, I need every yeah. Spider-Man. I need all the Spider-Man. And I didn't like anything Todd McFarlane wasn't drawing or writing. Like right. he, he, His Spider-Man is my Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm going to mention this real quick, uh, but it'll lead into what we're going to talk about later a little bit with comics. And that is 29-9 Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The suit... The one suit of my is amazing. Suit's amazing, and also that run. Actually, all that twenty nine nine stuff was great, and we'll get into that in a little yeah. bit because I got a lot of fucking shit to say <laughs> about that new twenty nine nine shit. Fuck that. We'll get into it. <laughs> one more new storyline that just I think got uh, put into trade paperbacks. Really good. It's Chip Zdarsky, I think is the name. Mm-hmm. Yep, Chip um, Zdarsky. It's basically it's uh, Spider Man. What if uh, he aged in real time? So it starts in the nineteen sixties and goes to two thousand and twenty. And so it's kind of awesome. Each issue is based on like a decade in his life. Yeah. Um, a lot of twists happen because now you know everybody's aging like at a normal rate. It's a beautiful book. Chip Zdarsky is a great Spider-Man oh, writer. He's a great That's, everything writer. Yeah. I love Chip Zdarsky. Yeah. For recent stuff for Spider-Man, I, I know it's weird, but I loved Spider-Island. I thought that shit was absolutely bonkers. I bought yeah, every yeah, yeah. issue of that I could. 
It's crazy. I mean, it's always like the, the cool thing with the the last few years of Spider Man is they've had writers where they don't care to throw the shit against the wall. <laughs> That's like, true. Yeah, like we've read every possible storyline. And then, what was the guy who wrote Spider the Dan Slot? Dan Slot. Yeah, Dan Slot. That yep. whole Dan Slot run where he just hit fuck it. He was like, okay, because yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, Bill from Comics Exchange actually was the guy that got me convinced into reading it because he's like, I, I told him that every possible Spider Man storyline has been written. He goes, man, you need to read this guy that's writing it right now because I'm telling you, he's literally just knocking it out of the park with shit nobody's ever thought of. I'm like, mm-hmm. bullshit. Bought one issue, went to go eat lunch, ate it at lunch, came back and got the five issues up to that issue out of the fucking lawn box. I'm like, I'm fucking sold. Yep. And the thing about Dan, Dan Slott, he has been... <laughs> <laughs> at the end of that run especially and ever since then he's been like basically begging Marvel please let me write Tony Stark yeah, just yeah, please yeah, let yeah. me write Tony Stark and it's gonna happen it's, 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 it's now it's now he's in the right, right place to write Iron Man unpopular opinion but uh, uh, Iron Man has been in desperate need of a dedicated writer ever since Matt Fraction quit writing it well that's Dan Slott that's probably <laughs> yeah, Dan Slott right. needs to be it. like Bendis has had a crack at it and didn't get it right a few other people have taken a crack at it and didn't get it right yep. and if you look at I think most of them are just rehashing stories that Fraction already just wrote mm-hmm. like they need to bring Slot. oh that'd be fun there wouldn't be any oh and here's Arno <laughs> anybody remember Arno bullshit actually uh, Slot is writing it and they're yeah. about to launch Iron Man 20 20 where Arno is that's what I was about to say Man. They're, they're literally what? bringing it in because you know he's going to be Arno the story arc was in 2020 Arno Stark was uh, yeah. Iron Man and they're literally that's bringing that cool. into the continuity in the, the book I think this week if not this week is next Slot week, writing it? yeah, yeah. Uh, so wait they're letting him write Iron Man he's, he's doing Arno it. he's been writing it it's, yeah. he's doing Arno's uh, they're, re, um, Arno they're relaunching Stark. it yeah, they're, yeah. So See, I, haven't had money to buy, I haven't had money to buy issues in like a year like next yeah. month I finally get to go back and catch up in the last year so be prepared for a lot of this shit just happened but JC just learned about it <laughs> happening on the show but I know I didn't like that Bendis was still writing it when I dropped oh, it oh no 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 yeah Slot was finishing the Spider-Man stuff to be like no please let me write Tony Stark. Yeah. That's where this all went to. Yeah, they just relaunched Iron Man, Thor, and... Um, Iron, Iron Man, Thor, and uh, Doctor Strange at the beginning of the year. The, the storyline... Uh, last oh, summer. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was... like the, the, We're starting to end all of those runs. That's the last stuff I got to So read. the Norse stuff, like the Norse crossover what was that yeah. called War of the Realms, War of the Realms. Oh, that's uh, so amazing I, I didn't get to finish War love of the it. Realms but I tried a podcast with you actually and Bill and y'all just told me the fucking end of it <laughs> my apologies uh, I can't afford to buy it I wanted to know how it ended I didn't okay. bitch I'm like oh so that all tracks okay it's really one of the all time great Asgard stories to me it's it, Jason it's, Aaron it's so great yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason Aaron cannot fuck up in my no, I haven't read not. him do a bad and story and now he's gonna do Con- well he's doing Conan Perfect fit. Yeah, perfect fit. I mean, come on, dude. So you've not done any of the Hickman X-Men yet? No, and uh, you should hear me beg to come over to Mike's just so I can raid and read them all because at least once a week. I'm like, hey, what are you doing late? Can I go raid your Hickman? <laughs> I just need to let you borrow them. I got two copies of each cover. You can just have the standard ones. Too. And now they have their mm-hmm. own Court of Owls, except it's the Court of Peacocks. <laughs> and it works. Yeah, and not what? only is Hickman's X-Men good, but all the... All of it. All the books they've done now, every book is good. Oh, do you have a favorite one? Um, <laughs> you know mine. <laughs> it, I like New Mutants and Marauders. 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 That's mine yeah. all the way, baby. It's so exciting and fun, man. Captain Kate, what a cool idea to go yeah. with, with yeah. her. She's a badass, man. Hold yep. fast. I've always it's... been a big Kitty Pride fan, man. Yep. And just, just to see her be a badass pirate. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a cool evolution of your I character. I got scared there for a second because I heard Kitty Pra. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, Pride. Oh, okay, Pride, Pride, you Pride. Know, Pride. It leans uh, it leans a lot into her growing up and being trained by Wolverine too. You know, she's mm, seen a lot yeah. through his eyes, so it, it really plays into her. I don't know how much of it is her acting out, but it, it's a really cool transition for her. And, and my love for excellent. the Summers family makes me love the X Men mm. run yeah. as well. Like just because it's they're all together and it's great. Yeah, Marvel's and, actually finally taking yeah. care of the franchise, taking care of the fucking Summers. Yep. Yeah, giving them some. Uh, Cyclops is a good character. Yes. He's just been fucked over for years. Here's the thing: when I taught my top three characters, Cyclops is always number three. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people Wolverine and all that, but I've loved Cyclops. He's Captain America. Yeah, he's Cap with attitude. He's really an in-depth character. There's He's a lot of in there. And, and Hickman's getting him right. Cyclops is right. Finally. Jesus. Yeah. The movies fuck, the movies and some of the cartoon stuff fucked him over for a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I can say about the animated series is that sometimes in the animated series it made him seem very, seem very stick in the muddy. Yeah. Kind of like the way Black Panther used to be before that movie. I'm the opposition party <laughs> on Cyclops here. I, I thought know you he are. was the fucking Boy Scout. I, I wanted him to die. <laughs> when, when I found out that he died in the run, I knew they are going to bring him back, but I'm like, I haven't yeah. read an X-Men comic in a year, but if you mean I get to see Spider-Man, oh, Spider-Man shit, but I see Cyclops die, I went right to the store I left the fucking conversation I was in. I was like, store closes in a half hour. I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to see Cyclops die now. <laughs> fuck that guy. And then they brought him back. They tried to make him too edgy and bad. Yeah. Did yeah, he blow up true. Professor X too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a convoluted story. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a whole that's mess. Phoenix that's the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, he was possessed. Yeah. Don't so. blame the Phoenix Force. You did it with your eyeballs. You did it with your fucking eyeballs. <laughs> and they're not lasers. They're concussive blasts. Yep. Yep. They don't burn shit. They hit you like a train. I'm tired of the movies and shows when he okay, fucking yeah, uses them, and they catch shit on fire. Do you remember the first uh, trading <laughs> cards that came out for Marvel? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I still have them at home. I, I used to see, carry bring one. Them in? I used to carry the Cyclops one in my wallet just to annoy a friend of mine who would talk about Cyclops, so I could pull it out like I'm literally whipping out the idiot card. But it says concussive blast. <laughs> awesome. That come from a different dimension. It's they're very powerful. No, I would be what? into the, the, when he opens. Okay, his eyes are portals to another dimension filled with that. Wait, energy. is that real? That's real. I didn't know if you were just like stone right power. now. No, I didn't know if you were doing this. I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> they come from the Illuminati, man. <laughs> when Cyclops takes off his tinfoil hat, <laughs> I thought he was a solar battery. No, no, no. He may get some power from Solar, but that comes from another dimension. Because there's been arcs where he can take his glasses and shit off because he's not charged. Oh, and by the way, something new that just happened that was a retcon. That We're talking comics. It's fine. Let's do this for now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Empire? Is you know, the, the, the Empire I've, thing? I've heard the spoilers of the first Okay, episode. so it doesn't really ruin the Fantastic Four, so everybody stop freaking out. It's just that... Uh, God, I can't think of his name. But Franklin? Franklin? No, not Franklin. Uh, no, I think it is Franklin. The kid? No, no, it's not Franklin. It, the, the main one of the characters in Empire that's like this overseer kind of uh, collector type character. Okay. Was the one? Okay, so it basically, when the accident happened for the Fantastic Four, Reed said, Reed Reed told them finally he was like, guys, my shields were working perfectly. This guy caused the cosmic rays to be so much more powerful that the accident happened. So they did a proper retcon. They didn't just say, it's his fault. So the cosmic rays, it still would have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it shouldn't have on Reed's watch. So it kind of fixes like Reed was never dumb. Okay. It takes a little bit of guilt off of it. It's this guy's problem. 
I don't like that. <laughs> I don't think I do either. Well, it, it's Reed's still an accident. Guilt is one of the reasons that he fully establishes himself as one of the oh, smartest no, he's still men guilty. of all time. He's still guilty because he still feels bad about it because he knew about it. And he didn't calculate correctly. He knew about that guy. And he didn't calculate correctly. Yeah. The only so one the, that should be mad is Ben Grimm. I know, right? For yeah. his whole life, he, he's <laughs> fucked. And that's what, Ben Grimm is one of the, the saddest characters in Marvel. That's and, true. Uh, and one of the only ways that Stan Lee could get a Jewish man written into the comic books. <laughs> yeah. During that time, yeah, man. Yeah, right. that, like, that's no bullshit. That's, yeah. that's, no, that's, that's true. Absolutely true. That's I was, I was shocked when I learned that. Right, I was too. absolutely shocked. Uh, a, a, a Jewish comedian friend of mine, Mark Viola, was giving me the original Jewish characters in comic books just to see if I knew them, just like mm-hmm. a quiz. Because like, he's, you know, he's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, he, he dropped Ben Grimm. I'm like, okay, that tracks. And he's like, and uh, uh, Moon Knight, Mark Spector. Like, what? Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, yeah, before possible psychosis or possible whatever it is that created Moon Knight, he was, he's always drawn as a very practicing Jew. It's one of the reasons that he had to hide his face at first in the Moon Knight outfit is that they were afraid to draw him with Jewish features. I was like, what the fuck? I had no idea. Mm. I think Empire is going to be interesting. It's uh, the Avengers and the Fantastic Four taking on the Kree and the Scrolls. Yeah, and uh, what's his face is now like the leader of the Kree Scrolls. Hulkling. Hulkling. Hulkling yeah. Yeah. We need new aliens in Marvel. Uh, we need to bring some aliens back that's been around for a while that we keep forgetting about. And I'm not. So done. we just take a Jeff Johns approach to Marvel. Badoons, oh, man. Badoons. Hey, it works. It works. Bring on the Badoons. We need more Badoons. Hashtag bring back the badoon. <laughs> Listeners, if you could see how sad CK actually looks right now. Aww. I like the badoons, man. I don't even know what a badoon is. When a mommy and a daddy Marvel love Universe. each other very much, they make yes. a badoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're the ones that everybody picks on. I was thinking like a Baba Duke. Oh, that's way more terrifying. Okay, yeah, it is. Speaking of terrifying... I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, rip the band-aid off of this. Yeah. Because I know your opinion of this is going to be terrifying to everyone in the room. Oh, so, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I loved it. But I have a lot of things to say about it. There we go. <laughs> I think we all do. So, I think, is this one of the things that you just start and then we just kind of add and subtract? Um, let's just roll with it. Yeah, let's roll with it. Yeah, okay. So, this movie checked every box that I needed checked, pretty much. Agreed completely. Yep. And... I realized that J.J. Abrams is in love with fandom mm-hmm. more than the characters he is writing. I think Force Awakens proved that, though. It does. Some of the things that happened in this movie, all of the things that happened made me happy and glee, and I love it. It made me elated. I cried like five times in this movie. Yep. Yeah. But there are things that happen that don't make sense for the character interactions. For like that, this would not matter to these characters, and we don't get enough. And here's the and this is why the Last Jedi. Like I said, I like half of the movie Last Jedi. I think the themes are wonderful. I think the Jedi should have died. I think that they should have kept going with that. Start a new order of something. Don't 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 do this shit anymore because they, they it was look the, their hubris in the prequels was the reason that Sidious came to the plan worked. Right. And they were old and tired, and even Obi-Wan saw that. Um, but this movie was two movies put together in one. It really was. This was this was J.J.'s trilogy, and we had to watch it in two and a half hours. I went to the bathroom twice and missed so much. Yeah. yeah. Because it's at such a breakneck 
pace. One of the times we literally ran to the bathroom and saw how fast we could get there and get back because <laughs> yeah. we didn't want to miss anything. It, <laughs> it, the pacing is so fast yeah. that I would have loved to have seen this in two movies and let it breathe. Really, and I'm just going yeah, to break it down to this. The Last Jedi should have been that first part. It should have been up to the point of the storytelling of Ben turning. And then when Ben turned, we should have had a whole movie of Ray and Ben preparing to fight Palpatine. I, I, I know, fuck that guy who killed Han Solo, but that was his father. And they did the same thing to him that they did to Vader in, the, in Return of the Jedi, and it was so predictable. Yeah, he, okay, so he gets redeemed. He, he's redeemed for five minutes, and he fucking dies. No, no, Ray should have died and stayed dead. And Ben should have been redeemed and been the final Skywalker. That's 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 the that's what I think should have happened, or they should have been together on Tatooine. I agree and disagree, and here's why. <laughs> Just ahead. for that point, okay. Uh, a, I loved Last Jedi, and I liked the fact that the bury the past theme is actually in the ending of this movie, seeing the lightsabers yeah. yes. buried. I thought that was super dope. I think that's one of my favorite things of it. Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren is more successful than Darth Vader on every single fucking level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth Vader, I want to kill my boss. Did it a little too late there, Scooter. You're like you didn't get to run the Empire. Uh, Kylo got to run shit. He killed his boss. He got to run shit. Even when the offer is made for him to have someone do it with him, he still ran shit. It didn't go tits up within minutes. Uh, him redeeming himself. We all wanted to see it. We got it. But even the way he redeemed himself, he was more successful than Vader's redemption. Vader's redemption was throw an old dude down a hole and hope for the best. That was all he had. <laughs> who, was, who was more than likely a clone? At this point, I think we can all agree that it was a clone. Yeah. Every every version we've seen of Palpatine has been a clone. Except, Except for, for this, this one. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, uh, I'll, I'll scratch that. The senator and and the prequel stuff i think he may have been they may have been i think that was genuinely he could have he could have came and done that but i don't know i just think he's ancient man yeah i think after mace windu probably burned his face is probably when the clones started coming because he looks different yeah no no he looks different in three because mace windu was going to kill him without oh he wasn't being there he would have killed him and then uh that whole no 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 thing should have been ended with never going out in public again where are my clones (laughs) Uh, no, but seriously, Vader just threw him down a big fucking hole. That was his plan. To save his son. Just, which is beautiful. Where you look at the sacrifice Kylo makes and joins into fucking Rey, ending the fucking loop of there always has to be a Jedi and a Sith, actually bringing balance to the Force like Anakin was supposed to do. Yeah. And, well, he got a little bit emo and tried to beat up his girlfriend instead. Like, fucking, no, he, he, he succeeded at everything that Vader fucked up. So, in a way... His original plan from Force Awakens when we first meet him, he did actually do. He just found out more about his old man and beat him at that shit, too. Well, Sidious creates... I'm just going to do this real quick and then defer to you. Sidious creates dogs, is what he does. He, he, he creates attack dogs. He does not create true apprentices. He created Darth Maul, didn't train him all the way, and or let him go him around... Speaking lights. Yeah, or let him go around kicking ass. Okay. He created Vader. He put him in that suit to weaken him. That way he could never use Force Lightning because Force Lightning is terrifying and now we know that for sure from Rise of Skywalker because he brought fucking Force Lightning storms. A a, a side (laughs) note, uh, Chewie should have died. 
Uh, yeah. Also, that yeah, definitely they should have kept it. Should, should, yeah, should have kept and, it. And rumor mill states the only reason that he didn't is reshoots originally for, for, before they got to other stuff he hadn't d- died in. Yeah, because test audiences didn't want to lose their Force Queen and Chewie. And well, they're a space dog. Um, being like John Wick, you kill the dog, somebody's got fucking die. Um, <clears throat> I think it would have been badass to see Ray go John Wick on everybody's ass because if she was going to start to look like she's going to turn, that's how you fucking do it. Yeah, kill her dog. Well, and 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 Kylo, that whole plan was in motion too because of the fact that okay, I'm going to create Snoke and make Kylo the dog because Snoke was just a cloned mouthpiece of Palpatine that was. Boy, did they fix that pothole like a motherfucker! They did, but I knew from the Force Awakens that she was a Palpatine. I knew that. I that knew she it. was that Ray was. I knew it. I knew How? it. Okay. Well, it could. He could. She couldn't have been a Skywalker because they wouldn't have hid that from her so hard. The second she walked up to them, they would have. They would. Leia would have said, "I know." Le- Leia would have only been afraid of telling her about one parentage. She would not have been afraid to tell her, "You're Obi Wan's granddaughter," or "You're." Luke's granddaughter or my granddaughter. That wouldn't have fucking happened. She was... Leia knew something. Leia hugged her when she got off that ship. There was something going on there, okay? Then in The Last Jedi, Ryan had to know about it too because Luke says, I've seen power like this before. It scared me then and it scares me now. And we all thought he was talking... A lot of people thought he was talking about Kylo. When that trailer fucking come out, it clicked in my head. I was like, now I'm sure it's Palpatine. Because she was always too powerful. See the Mary Thu. Yeah, so is Paul fucking Atreides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. People, people say, oh no, Luke trained. I saw Luke train. Bullshit. No, you didn't. Luke used a lightsaber... In, in A New Hope for five seconds on the fucking Millennium Falcon fighting that drone. In Empire Strikes Back, he goes and trades for what? Three days on Dagobah? Yeah, like three days. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't even finish long enough at Camp Dagobah to get a merit match. No, no. <laughs> and, then, then, and then off screen, just like in this movie, he trained in the desert with Obi-Wan like she did with Leia in this movie yeah. off screen and became more powerful. But she had already grown up being a badass scavenger fighter. She was already badass. She's basically orphaned as a little child and has to survive on her own for those years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it it makes sense why she's stronger and her her powers developed and she just kind of had them. Also, a few, uh, you know, go into what you were gonna say because I've got a lot. Go. Oh, whoa, no, it was a. Uh... <laughs> Fuck, awesome. I'm sorry. No, no, he is literally sweating right now. He just tapped out like he just finished his reps. <laughs> All right, your turn on the machine, Mike. Let's go. <laughs> I just did three sets. Go. Uh, I was uh, I was gonna break in there when you were talking about Kylo Ren. Uh, I love Kylo Ren from a character standpoint. Personally, I he's uh, he's one of the most interesting characters in the franchise to me because. He's actively trying to be bad, whereas the light's calling to him. If you remember in The Force Awakens, he's talking to Vader's helmet, and he's like, oh, the light's calling to me again. Please show me the power of the dark side. Where everyone else was romanticized and corrupted by the dark side, he's actively trying to be a part of it and tune out the light. So I always thought that was an interesting aspect of the character, for sure. And, I mean, he's not a Sith. No, the Sith wasn't even mentioned until Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, is Adam Driver's the best actor in these movies oh, oh yeah his um, shoulders had to hurt after some of those scenes in Rise <laughs> yeah. of Skywalker his, his facial shit. expressions oh, yeah. tell so much about that character just little tweaks in his face that he makes in the background and it's really you know great. that's why they had to move the scar right mm, no, the scar know. from where it lands on Force Awakens the where they, they did it into uh, Last Jedi I do know that it was moved yeah they uh, his the, when he was doing makeup tests moving his face and everything they were like it's really fucking up 
his oh. facial expressions, huh. and we don't care if anybody notices that they move it a little to the left. Oh wow! Well, the, an- the Anakin scar—it's important to have, but it wasn't—it's the same scar Anakin had. Okay. If you look at it, mm. um, it's like a shape like a little thunderbolt, right? Mm-hmm. Like Harry Potter. Yeah, it's a little thunderbolt. Okay. It's a Harry Potter. Yeah. Now, um, in that last scene, there—he does little. Okay, when he saves the day, the I need a hero scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> when he jumps down through the hole. He looks so much like Harrison Ford and moves so much like Harrison Ford in those moments. It freaks me out. Yeah, when he and does, that's got to be on purpose. When he's, he's an insanely talented actor. Oh yeah, when he's running and he fires backwards, he's more Harrison Ford than Aaron. Whatever that movie we won't talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't get me started on it. Um, he does that, which is a total Han Solo move. And then when he runs up to the Knights of Ren, he's holding the lightsaber and he does this little like shrug, like I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> totally Han Solo. It's so Han Solo. Yeah. He goes, mm, yeah, we, we're down to this. We both fucking howled at that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, was, dude, I was screaming. Uh, so yeah, this movie checks it, checks all the boxes. If I was going to make a Star Wars movie, almost beat for beat, this is what I would do. But how does it make any sense for Poe Dameron? And this is such an in-game moment. Radio crackle comes. Uh, Poe Dameron, he's by himself. He's down on his luck. It, they're losing the fight. Radio crackles. We're here with you, son. It's total in-game. It's total in-game. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that to that character because that's Lando. And he doesn't even fucking know who Lando Calrissian is except through Legends and 30 seconds on that planet when he saved their asses. Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably just happy there's more people there. Well, I know, but he's like, Lando, yeah. I'm like, you knew that from his voice? So, yes, it makes sense to us as the audience. And that's good for us. But as far as Poe Dameron, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, old school General Calrissian. That should have been Zori. That's the moment that they lost out on that because you didn't have time to let those scenes breathe. Yeah. Because it was so fast. Yeah, just like, hey, look, it's it's uh, Windu over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the window camo. Hey, yeah. I'm here too. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. here I am. Yeah. Uh, oh, look. Uh, here's this and remember that and here's this and remember that member berries yeah exactly (laughs) and it works for me and it warms my heart but I also see what this could have been yep and it breaks my heart and I hate Ryan Johnson even more for it now I don't hate Ryan Johnson I hate what he did with The Last Jedi even more now because it honestly the themes in The Last Jedi there's some good ones but that yeah. movie, nothing really happens. What I hate is that they didn't just say, hey, let's find one director and let that director do the three movies. Okay, or at least, at least have an outline as to where you yeah. know where it's going. Okay, Don't so just this, pass the torch blankly. And the third one was going to be by uh, Colin... Colin Trevorrow. Which would have been horrendous. I know. Yeah, God, people, thank yeah. God he didn't touch that. The original idea from everything that I read was that there was never going to be three directors. I mean, more than one director of a movie. That they were going to get three. And if something happened... J.J. had the ability to come back in the third, but he knew Ryan Johnson was doing Last Jedi while he was working on Force Awakens. There's no way that they didn't pass notes. And furthermore, they've confirmed that they did. The same way that Ryan Johnson gave him his ending notes from Last Jedi in case he wanted to fix some shit in Rise of Skywalker. I mean, they worked together on them. Oh, yeah, but there was a lot of fuck J.J. in The Last Jedi. And there was definitely a bunch of fuck Ryan. Exactly. And that just... That's for a trilogy Snoke. that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It it's, doesn't. It, it makes it pointless. Yeah. Okay, it's Star Wars. Let's. I know it. it's Star Wars. If you're going into Star Wars <laughs> and not expecting plot holes that you couldn't fly a Cessna through, then you're not ready to oh, watch no. a Star Wars movie. I understand. Rise that. of Skywalker falls apart if you try to look. Yeah, at it don't do it. Do not don't think do of it. a movie logically. And, no. uh, and I mean, I'm, and I, I'm being devil's advocate here because I still love this movie. Yeah. It's my it's my favorite actually of this trilogy. Me too. That's and really. that's because it checks a bunch of boxes that I needed. I needed to see Princess Leia and Luke trained together that was incredible yeah. i love that but scene. i needed that to be 10 minutes right so can i ask you guys a question because yeah. you guys are no more about star wars than i do so 
the scene where she goes to the island and sees force so you know the ghost of luke right mm-hmm. and luke's able to manipulate and bring the x-wing out of the swamp right mm-hmm. and that's a cool scene because it's like yeah he finally did it if if the ghosts of the jedis can do stuff to physical stuff in our world why aren't the ghosts of jedis out there helping too because they're not supposed to intervene they're not supposed to, but Yoda also set fire to a tree. Yeah, yeah. so it just makes sense to me that they're just chilling, watching all this go on, and they're not doing anything. <laughs> okay, okay, it's plot it's holes. I know it's Don't plot holes, but it's just, it. oh, it drives me crazy. Oh, you want to know the biggest plot hole from that scene? And I'm not going to do any more plot holes, but the biggest plot hole from that scene? So yeah. Ray goes to that planet, and then she has to take the X-Wing to get off of it? Yeah, how did she get to the... How the fuck did she get there? Well, didn't she steal Kylo's uh, TIE fighter? What yes. happened to that? It crashed. Yes. She okay. Set, she set it on fire. That's right. She set it on fire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, dude. I was about to freak out. No, it just I, hit me right there, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm actually okay that Ray lived and Kylo died, because I thought at the end of it, the theme I got was that you can pick your family. Mm-hmm. Like, I am where that old lady oh, just beautiful. happens to be in the desert. Who are you? And she's like, Ray Skywalker. I thought that was a perfect scene. And she <laughs> had the, the, the fucking Jedi Sentinel lightsaber, which you're only supposed to be able to do if you are confident that there is balance in the force and yeah. you must maintain yellow it. yellow lightsaber, yeah. And they don't, that's so, another yeah. thing, they never bring how she gets her lightsaber, just like they she never say how what Finn was going to say to Ray, even though that's a, they talk about that We've all throughout con- the movie. They've confirmed what that is, though. I heard the con- confirmation is that he was force sensitive. Force sensitive, But yeah. that seems like a dumb thing to tell somebody right before you're going to die. By the way, I'm a Jedi! Oh, fuck! <laughs> you're not, you're not okay. special! <laughs> I can defend this. I can defend this move in the movie. I totally can a, that's been admitted that uh, some of the scenes that are, if the, the release, the JJ cut thing that's been going out, right? Mm-hmm. JJ has oh, yeah, confirmed we gotta see there that. is five to six minutes of dialogue that occurs through the movie that fully explains his force sensitivity and why it uh, she doesn't train him. B, if she trains him, she makes another Jedi, and every time a Jedi is created, the Sith will rise and create another Sith. Not training him is how she kept balance. No, I'm hmm. good that Finn didn't get trained. I'm okay with that. But it's a weird thing to want to be the thing that you want to tell somebody right before they die. Well, that's just Star Wars. That seems like you're bragging. That's literally just yeah. Star Wars. I was glad that it wasn't just randomly like, oh, I'm in love with you. No, I'd rather be forced. I like sensitive. the fact that I think they're in a poly relationship. I do too. <laughs> Dude, it was so obvious. Just like Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean. I, 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 no, I, no, that was cuckolding. That's a different one. I, I, I looked over at him uh, after that beginning part when Finn and Poe were having all that conversation. Yeah. Of, uh, the way, they were, the way that they were acting jealous and shit, and I was like, Dude, they're fucking. <laughs> and I do like they included the same sex kiss in, yeah. in a movie oh, just to happy. make people happy that they didn't hook up and the, the first thing that China did when they got a print was ban that scene yeah. oh, that's China for you yep. China see you guys soon <laughs> but the fact that you said that didn't give the time for anything to breathe like oh my god Chewie's dead and then like in the, literally the next scene yeah he's alive mm-hmm. and that was so dumb the way they did that because it's like did they take Chewie, hide him behind a, like a rock, let a one ship go up in the air, and then throw Chewie And not, not capture the other people. Yeah. Uh, but I have no problem with any uh, of this stuff. I have a problem with it from a storyteller standpoint. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't take that movie seriously as storytelling. It's my fanboy boner. I know. It's like you can't actually watch Infinity War with a logical thinking brain. Because oh, yeah. the moment that he picks up the reality stone, he wins. The two things that I do wish they would have had the balls to follow through on, and one obviously we've talked about was leaving Chewie dead, yeah. uh, was leaving 3PO's memory wide. Yes. Because we had these two big character developments. Oh my God, Chewie died. Walk it right back. Didn't happen. Oh, what a tragic sacrifice. We lost 3PO's memory. Eh, never mind. Walk it back. That's fine. That was, those are two things that I think that they was should have dumb. left. St- that was that was, I mean, those are consequences to things. 
and they just walked it back like it never happened. But so, that scene introduced one of the greatest characters ever. In Star Bobby Wars. Freak. <laughs> Bobby Freak. Man, everything that three PO did in this movie is gold. This is my favorite three yeah. PO movie oh, yeah, alongside Empire for sure. I'm sure Anthony Daniels is sucking his own dick about that. No, he's got a C-3PO sex robot <laughs> that scales down to do it for him. Dude, I, I awesome. love his performance, but that guy is so up his own ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like... at Dragon Con, and yeah, he's kind of so you, you've had Yeah, I, I, when, when I met him, dude, it was just, oh, C-3PO is the most wonderful character ever to exist, and <laughs> it's all because of me, and I hated Kenny Baker, and, you know, like, you can tell that they didn't get along. I've heard Kenny Baker was a surly little fuck, though. I've heard that, too. It sucks to be you're stuck in that little thing all day. And <laughs> oh, no shit, desert. right? <laughs> I'm in a trash he can. He kind of has a reason to be pissed off. He was literally the Oscar the Grouch of the Star <laughs> Thank Wars. Thank you, because I was about to yeah. say that. He's space Oscar the Grouch. He is. So what did you guys think about R2-D2 getting sidelined for most of the movie? And the heat tent happening to him, the whole fucking trilogy. Uh, it's not doing it. He's, he's had his moments. He has. To me. I think he had too many in the prequels. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so yeah, this yeah, is yeah. balancing it out. And at least they, they, they fixed everything with a tiny mention from C-3PO about... Because I've always said, that little asshole R2-D2 didn't get his memory wiped. Never, he, he never has. shit to anybody. <laughs> it's just the fact that he has terrible memory banks. And that's... And C-3PO says that in a throwaway line, and I was like, thanks. Yeah. These <laughs> are the explanations you need in movies, not yes. metachlorians. No, no, give me no. a one-line <laughs> answer. Yeah. Perfect example. Uh, fucking X-Men, uh, Days of Future Past. They explain time travel in two sentences that if you think about for more than 30 seconds makes no fucking sense whatsoever. But they say it in two sentences, they keep going, and your brain goes, okay, that tracks, and you watch the rest of the fucking movie without looking for giant stupid bottles. <laughs> the only time travel that makes a lot of sense in a movie ever is Endgame. Yeah, actually, it's, it, I'll it's, go with that. It's perfect. Yeah. And they knew you can't it, fuck with it. They knew they had that shit so unlocked, they even <laughs> wrote in comedy bits about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, okay. Back to the Future's bullshit? So, guys, <laughs> quick question. Oh. What were some of your misty moments, misty-eyed moments in the film? Uh, for me, I liked when Chewbacca got his medal. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... Finally. It's a cheesy fan service thing, but it got me. It's good fan service. That's the only reason to have Chewbacca live is so he can get his little medal. Yeah. And it was Hans. Yes. It was Hans' medal. That was Hans? That was Hans' medal. Yeah. The CKpedia strikes again. (laughs) I liked when Leia died. Not that Leia died, but I liked when Leia died and they had her daughter actually be the one that's in the forefront, like, Mm -hmm. looking over the body. I thought that was kind of cool. Billy was her stand-in in everything. Really? All of it. She was the stand-in in the CGI moments in the beginning because that was Carrie's face and her words, but that was not her body. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, they had to basically deep fake that, which is the way to do that. Okay. Um, and that was Billy in the training montage. Really? Yes. Yep. Okay. And, yep. I, and Billy Lord is another one that I have a huge crush on. She's amazing. She's so awesome and so beautiful and such a good actress, and she's so good in American Horror Story. I'm just glad that you didn't take that Star Wars Bible in your lap and find another picture of someone's eyes to show us. Like <laughs> well, I couldn't earlier. help it because I knew for – we were watching the movie, and I didn't know who was playing Zori. And they're talking, and I'm like, I know that voice. And then she flipped the visor up, and I said – JC, that's Kerry Russell. Yep. <laughs> awesome. And he was like, are you serious? How do you know? I was like, do those eyes. I know she's one of the most beautiful creatures to ever walk this planet. Those eyes just like... Every uh, time he mentions Kerry Russell now, all I think of is that scene in Pine- is it, is it Pineapple... No, it was uh, uh, Superbad with Michael Sarah having to sit there and say, these eyes. <laughs> like, that's, that's you with Yeah, that's her. me with Kerry Russell. Yeah, it's a problem. Hey, uh, guys, um, when did Palpatine have a kid? I don't know. Palpatine question. fucks, right? 
He was pushing like 55 in the Phantom Menace, and that was 30 years before A New Hope. It's weird to see the fuck did this guy have a kid? It's weird to see him as a He can still father a child at 55. I mean, you might not be able to, like... Tony Randall. Okay, let's say he did. Let's say he did. If he had have done that, the kid still would have been like 75 by the time A Force Awakens rolls around. Are you going to tell me that a guy that has visible clone tanks... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Visible clone tanks is not the same type of dude that jerks off into a vial for just funsies. Oh, God, you're right. Like Ozymandias? Yes, Ozymandias. When I saw that scene in Watchmen, I was like, oh, that's where Paula Patin's kids comes from. Oh my God, He's a right. jizz collector. That's what it is. <laughs> He's got jars full of his jizz and toenails. He's and tried like, cooking with it. He's oh. tried cocktails, but he found out just making an unnatural birth. Oh that's God, that's, that's what right. he does. That also fixes the plot hole with the, all, the crew on all those ships. He just made yep. them. I well, mean, I don't think a lot of those ships had crew. He just raised them up because right. the, the, force, uh, the First Order says we're going to have to conscript a lot more kids to right. fill this. Yeah. I, I that, just want to know what did he do during the 30 years he was waiting for Ray to come because he's just, he's just hanging there. Make, clo- <laughs> make clones and jerk off. I mean, he, he had a lot <laughs> yeah. of no, he, pulled, he, he pulled the strings like he had been doing. He was he manipulating the First Order as the new Empire. That was yep. part of his plan. I'm just picturing him sitting there in the dark laughing, going, man, this is going to be so sweet when this happens. <laughs> I'm just glad JJ didn't try to humanize him. No, I want that question out there. I did not want it humanized. Like, what have you been doing all these years? Like, I've gotten very good at Tetris. Would have ruined. You know, not for I, me. I would have been like, I finally yes. got around to watching The Wire. It's really good. <laughs> Breaking Bad did not live up to my expectations. I did not like Breaking Bad, but I love The Wire. <laughs> also, you know, he said he said my favorite line of all time in this movie. What? That was the best fan service for me. Do it. Do it. He finally did it. He said it. Because that's my favorite line from him of all time when Anakin's holding up Count Dooku and he's like, do it. Kill him. This so, is my happiness. So yeah, misty-eyed moments. Misty-eyed I'm sorry. Moments. For you, Michael? Several times throughout the movie. Pretty much any time Leia was on screen. Oh, that first um, time you see her, especially the way they panned the shot around her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> the uh, training montage, of course. Uh, when, when Chewie ate it, I thought he actually ate it. I got a little misty there. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead, leading up to three-piece memories getting wiped, even though they kind of spoiled that in the trailer. Yep. That was still a big one. Uh, at the end, when Leia, oh, when uh, Ray takes the name Skywalker, that got me a little bit. Um and just, just little tiny things here and there throughout maybe got me a little misty. Um, Lando strangely did not. I was like, hey, it's Lando. All right. And that's it for me. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I kind of just expected him to plug Colt 45. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor oh. Billy D needs money. So is it a little racist that... Don't even finish the sentence. <laughs> nope, when you have to ask that, Ryan, you already know. So do it, do it. Do this it, is it, the first it, episode of Geeks where Cody did not accidentally say some racist shit. <laughs> I know, right? And now we're getting our guests to ask us permission the first. The girl is supposedly Lando's daughter and also they bring the black girl in to make her have a relationship with Finn. Oh, are you asking if that was racist on it the film? It was kinda, a little pandering. It's a little racy. Yeah, yeah it's a it little. was kind of fucked okay, up. Okay, all right. I was like, oh my god, because she's obviously his daughter. Or because at first, my first thought was, is he macking on her? <laughs> you want to find out? I was like, oh yeah, he's a fa- space pimp. I forgot. But then, yeah. I was, then they then they announced that no, Jana was his daughter, and that's yeah. just been cut out, and we it's meant to expand weird. on it. It's actually more. confirmed in this book right here. It is. How oh, is it? <laughs> I'm going to use my uh, white ignorance card and drop it and not answer a goddamn thing and go misty eyed moments. Uh, no, this I'll conversation. <laughs> I'll see what my roommate thinks. Uh, I'm trying to think of the hardest ones for me. No, uh, no, no, don't do that. That's. <laughs> <laughs> 
Contextual clues. We just figured that shit out. Yeah. No. Okay. Um. <laughs> hey, kid. When he said, when Han says, "Hey, kid." Oh. The Han. I sat back. Yeah, that's true. And also, yeah. how much fucking money does Disney have to throw at Harrison Ford to be like, "Please come back and yeah, do and this." You know, he hated every minute of it. Oh, you know, he did. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. That footage was recycled footage like they used with Leia in this movie. I okay. think that was stuff that was left over from Force no, Awakens. It looks like he's there. No, he I, it's I, mean, I, I think he actually did shoot. Wow, that's amazing. Because he yeah. does look different. He looks thinner. Yeah, that is true. And I mean, but man, that part just. And you know what he ended it with? The last words he ended it with, just like he said, his final words in Empire, his final words in The Force Awakens, and his final words here was, I know. That's awesome. Oh my God, we need lives because you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's his way of saying, I love you. Yep. And that broke my fucking heart. Um, what broke my heart is the trailer for his new movie where he's running around with a CGI dog. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, why is that dog CGI? And I love that book. I love that book. Why is that dog CGI? It doesn't make sense. There's good dog actors out There's there. There's great dog actors out <laughs> yeah. there. It's fucked up. Uh, that scene, the X-Wing scene got to me. Oh, um, the X-Wing scene, that's right. That really got me. Yeah. Um, the Leia Saber. Awesome. I, I mean, it just... That, that, that took me aback and I was like why uh, of course I needed that yeah <laughs> that was one of those things where it did surprise me because I didn't think about that I didn't like I never ch- I needed thought I needed that box checked and well, I was it's, like it's really a huge shame that Carrie Fisher died because you can see what JJ had in mind for her character mm-hmm. and I've read it time and again that this was supposed to be her movie her big moment and uh, and wasn't it also confirmed Palpatine kills her uh, not, nothing like that I've heard but we, we know that or she's not, supposed to have a big I know she had a scene with him because they, they they mentioned that because she'd never when they, in all the times that they'd been together and on the same movie she's never done a scene with the emperor mm-hmm. and that yeah. was one of the things that was one of the boxes that they wanted to check yeah I, I imagine what we could have seen coming from her in this movie had she still been around I mean we we see her get her lightsaber she's had training obviously enough to train Ray so we, I think we would have seen some some stellar stellar Jedi Leia stuff we would have probably saw her when she reaches out to Ben and probably a scene between her and Ben mm. yeah for sure I see that's another thing it's a missed opportunity. And, but it's a missed opportunity that couldn't be helped. Yeah. Um, Jumping gears here because before we spend a whole hour on this. Uh, uh, anything else we got? Because if not, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Thank you for uh, having Ahsoka and Kanan's voice. That was cool. Um, at the end of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the fucking... All the Jedis. Yeah. Thank you for that. Because I think they got everybody but yeah. Samuel, didn't they? Uh, no, his voice I think is in no, there. No, he's in there. He's, he's in there too? There. Sam's in there. The Emperor pissed a little when he heard Mace Windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that guy. And you know, not my face. And then uh, you got you had both um, Obi-Wans. Yep. You had uh, Yoda. You had uh, Luke, Leia. You had, um, I mean, all the major ones. There was a couple of the uh, ones from the prequels that were voices as well. I can't think of their names because their names are ridiculous. Uh, Big Head. <laughs> no, it, was two, it was two of the Twi'lek girls, actually. I would like to have seen maybe some forced ghostery going on Me with too. those voices, too. Maybe Me a too. montage of the ghosts coming in, or at the end, I'm, along with Leia and Luke, maybe in the background, something like that. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm glad that they didn't do it at the end, because it would defeat the purpose of all of them living inside of Rey. Even Kylo lives in Rey, because of the die-out of the Force thing. As soon as he gives her his life force, he evaporates. Yeah. And that's the way I took that. I said to you guys... He's in her now. The two is one. They Which keep saying if one. she starts dating again, that's going to be really weird for his ghosts. <laughs> you're getting you're getting two holes for one. Well, she's Polly, so I think it'll be okay. I think yeah. No, it's fine. She's Polly. Um, did you guys think the kiss was forced? Nope. No, I thought yeah, I like long time coming. coming, but 
I know a lot of people were literally holding up their middle finger at that yeah. scene. Um, so I get it. But I loved it. I, I always kind of thought she'd kiss Finn. But yeah, I mean, meanwhile, Finn's no. sitting over here, not a mass murderer for the past three movies. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. We needed a whole movie of Ben Solo redeeming himself. Uh, not five minutes. Because yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Well, Star Wars has always been a condensed form of storytelling. Exactly. So much happens in all of those movies between the films, off screen. Yikes. They're all just like condensed versions of what's happening. Whereas uh, The Mandalorian, I think, is so successful because it's allowed to breathe and have that time to go. Same thing with The Clone Wars, okay. the animated okay, show. Okay, so which now is so that good. Mando's over, what's the thoughts on Mando? Amazing. Adore it. Best thing that's been done to Star Wars since the original trilogy? I like how it did uh, world building for the for first. Me? seven or so episodes mm-hmm. and then put everything at the end to let you know hey this is what the series is going to be it's i enjoyed that i only my here's my negative mark and i never thought this would be my negative mark if you would have told me that this was going to be my negative mark i'd have told you you're out of your mind uh they got the wrong dude to direct the the finale really Tyke should not have done what? it to me uh, and boo, I'll boo this why. man boo. No, I'll, tell you why. I'll tell you why i love i love Tyke. i love him and I, I want him to direct a bunch of mando episodes in the future but there's been just dry humor oh, I in loved every it. episode, and now we've got just uh, it opens with the Jason Sudeikis comedy bit. This is amazing, though. This is amazing, yeah. but it, it, it just Wars broke history. pacing for me because, like, I went back. I watched before I watched the last episode. I re, you know I went eight, nine, ten, right. I just went back in a day and watched them all, and it breaks pace if you watch them together. It's his style. Well, I don't think you're supposed to. I think they're supposed to be yeah. looked at as a serial individually on their own. Yeah, way. Which is the from way Star a serial Wars aspect, be. it's it, it, it works perfectly. I think I think my only bitch was I literally just watched the episode before it, and it's dire and it's meaningful, and then it opens with the Jason Sudeikis comedy bit, and it kind of took me out of it. But, but outside of that, I gotta yeah. say this. Flawless, cover yeah. to cover. Juan and, Carlo and the, is amazing. In it. The way oh, that yes. it ends, too. Yep. It, we saw a prequel. Yeah. The shit's not started at all. No. Yet. And it's a movie. It's, yeah, it's a, a long fucking movie. It's yeah. just a really long movie. And it's cool, too, because I've never watched The Clone Wars, because I think the animation turned me off from the, the original movie. Yeah. I could see but that. when I saw the Dark Saber at the end, when he's yes. holding the Dark Saber, I was like, what is this? And I started Googling and now I'm planning to watch. watch the Clone- I'm doing this thing where they have these are the episodes you have to watch of the Clone Wars. Yeah, but I'm going to start watching the Clone Wars. We send me that because thing. I can't yeah. watch all of that. It's it's too. The animation gets too. Oh, I love it. I'm too, with and it. there's a new season coming out. Yep. So I mean, we're going to get some filler stuff. Uh, but the Dark Saber was a. It was Mandalorian. It was carried by carried by Pre Vizsla, okay. who was a Mandalorian who cre- who created the Dark Saber. Uh, his version of a lightsaber and it's terrifying and, and crazy and um it got lost it, it went to sabine from rebels at one point and then it then we have no idea what happened or how that esposito's character well they're probably going to address that yeah they, maybe those the clone wars to. episodes coming up maybe that's where they'll they may do that yeah. so clone wars no 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 because clone wars is pre rebels okay and rebels is pre mandalorian rebels is pre mandalorian yes okay uh, Rebels is like, oh god, okay. I thought Rebels is a good bit after Mando. No, no, no. Rebels is during the episode four. Yeah, Rebels is before oh. New Hope. Before oh. New Hope, yeah. No, Rebels that's what was Rogue, that's one, what Rogue One style. 
Okay, that's yes. what it is. Clone Wars is I don't between know, the timeline two. for all these extra shows gets really confusing. <laughs> Clone Wars is yeah. the Clone Wars is the apology for Attack of the Clones because it's the actual fucking Clone Wars that they skipped between two and three. So, so much better. Clone Wars so is between two and three. I think that's yes. part of what turns me off about Clone Wars. I haven't seen an episode that I dislike, but I do get like very fanboy angry, which is rare for me. I don't really get fanboy angry about shit. Mm. I get fanboy angry that I had to wait this long to see the fucking Clone Wars. Because <laughs> like, even as a kid watching A New Hope, like your father was a pilot in the Clone Wars. Yeah. To me, I imagine this would be a Vietnam of murder. And it is. <laughs> and that, that show doesn't pull back. Dude. It doesn't. I mean, it gets die. dark. Really? People die constantly. Dark. If it gets darker, I'll, I'll, I'll re-roll. Uh, people are it's dying like, in their um, episode. It's like Harry Potter in a way in that it kind of grows with its audience. It starts out a little youthful, but the longer it goes, the darker it gets. I can and vibe it with very that. serious. I can vibe with that. And, and Rebels the, is just as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hear. Yeah, I've watched is. Rebels yet. I've seen every bit of it. And and Rebel, Rebels covers the Thrawn trilogy. Okay. Rebels covers... Whoa, what? That's amazing. Um, well, its own version of the Thrawn trilogy. Uh, it, Rebels covers uh, Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, because he lives, right? Yeah. Because they actually add that well, into it, Solo. Clone Wars covers his living... Rebels True. brings him back. How does he live? Uh, he was cut in half. He fell into a fell down in that hole, and Another he built hole. spider legs. Yeah, the force, what? like the dark force, sustained him in his anger. Yeah, his, his, he was so mad. He was so mad so that he's he got lived. Spider legs. He's got now? spider robotic legs. But then by Clone Wars or by Rebels and by Solo, he has like robotic chicken legs, like like ATST like looking things. I remember seeing Solo in the theater, and when Darth Maul came on the screen. Somebody just gasped out loud. Like <laughs> yeah, because they hadn't yeah. seen anything from the animation to be like. But yeah, and I'm pretty sure in Rebels that he does meet his demise, but I'm not 100% on that because everybody that meets their demise on that show just kind of dies off screen. Speaking of uh, other people in the audience, that reminds me of my Rise of Skywalker story involving uh, another person. I usually go to Star Wars movies on opening night. The audience is usually respectful. Mm-hmm. Cheer when you're supposed to cheer. Crying when you're supposed to cry. No, no one's really talking. No oh, on the oh I, I, I know where Mike's going with this. I so had quick. the fucking living embodiment of the internet sitting next to me at this movie. Oh, God. And he did a running commentary through the whole movie. Up, oh, the Force lightsaber throws cannon now. Oh, she's a Palpatine. Jeez. Oh, 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 yeah, here we go. I, he goes, I could do without the porgs out loud. I go, I could do without you talking to the whole fucking movie. <laughs> you literally and sat beside Will up. actually as a person. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was obnoxious. And you together, right? Yeah, we, I, I, we, we saw it together, but uh, me and Cody were separate from Mike and Jamie. Yeah, we were oh. down a few rows. Yeah. That's and uh, like, we probably I, could have finagled our way out of that, but we were all being too respectful. I kept getting madder and madder. I was like, "Really, you're going to do this through the whole film, aren't you?" You know. And, oh uh, and I locked out because I had our coworkers sitting behind us laughing their ass off, so I didn't have to feel bad every time I fanboyed. I'm like, There's other fanboys with me and Cody. We're okay. Yeah. Because, we had a support structure. You had a bomber. Yeah, yeah because the girl really and the guy next to me were doing stuff too. Because. There was just one moment when Chewie got his medal. I was like, he finally got his fucking medal. And I said it like that. And I said it out loud. <laughs> when I saw uh, Civil War for the second time, um, leading up to you know the first appearance of Spider-Man, this lady in front of me had her cell phone out, kind of low, but you could just hear her clicking and clacking the whole time, right? Ugh. So she wouldn't stop, and I finally leaned over and said, you're setting a bad example for your children. <laughs> and pulled back. And she looked back at me, and I just nodded, and then she put her phone up. As a parent, Wonderful. if you would have said that to me, <laughs> my urge to stab you would be so high, Wolverine would get a boner but from it. But you wouldn't do that because you're respectful. Because I'd have to look and see my daughter looking at me going, yeah, Dad, put down the damn phone. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. exactly what would happen. <laughs> yeah, But I was so, oh my gosh. Um, Mandalorian 
has some moments in it that are so legendary that they've already yep. become oh not just memed but tattooed on people's bodies yep uh this is the way and baby yoda tattoos are up so high and i hope this show doesn't go downhill for you guys man i really <laughs> hope this doesn't suck in season two because you're gonna fucking okay. hate those tattoos you i've got a moron. friend that already got a baby yoda tattoo god right? really? damn it so uh you remember the fanboys movie yeah I sent a gift to them of Seth Rogen showing the Jar Jar Binks tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Only text on it. Never forget. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of Jar Jar, we uh, we sat down the other night to watch The Phantom Menace. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, Why? we well we saw some episodes of The Clone Wars that were exceptional. We're hopped up on Star Wars from Rise of Skywalker. We're like, you know what? Phantom Menace is probably better than we remember. We'd been away from it for a while. We're like, let's pop in. We'll probably enjoy it more than we, we think we will. And to be fair, about the first 20 minutes, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, By the last 20 strong. minutes, like time had slowed to this imperceptible crawl. I just wanted to die. <laughs> I, was, I was wishing for oblivion to take me away. It gets so bad yeah. by the end. It's it just does. so drawn out. The pod oh racing God. scene, especially. I like the pod racing scene. Now, really. this is pod racing. I love the pod racing it looked, scene. It looks, this is pod racing is the worst line of dialogue <laughs> on a long list of bad Star Wars. And I Wars say it for everything that's ever cool. Well, watch Phantom Menace again. Watch Phantom Menace again. Because be there is a lot worse dialogue Dude, it than fucking that. sucks. <laughs> see what I dislike about it is like when you see uh, New uh, New Hope. That's your first introduction to Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. It's like two hours long, mm-hmm. and by the end of it, you know everything you need to know about this universe without them like ex- over explaining everything. Right. And then in Phantom Menace, that's what they decided they had to do was over explain every single thing. Excuse me, do you have a half hour to talk about the Trade Federation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, that I did notice watching it. Such a big problem in that movie is Jar Jar. Like, he steps all over every scene he's in with, you know, the crazy voice shit. There's a lot of cool stuff that's happening around him that he's ruining. Like, if you just would have exercised him, excised him from half of that movie, the scenes that he is in is actually kind of cool. Did you ever see the thing with Liam Neeson talking about being on set for uh, the, the Jar Jar stuff? No, they were not complete. They had the the voice was not completely done, the animation was not completely done. So they were responding to somebody reading normal lines oh, wow. for a lot oh. of it. As, as there's an old clip of uh, Liam Neeson on some late show, and he's like, "And then I went to the premiere, and well, I'm under an NDA for life, but you can figure it out." <laughs> Just the look on his face. He's so pissed. Oh. He's he's came close to breaking that goddamn NDA in at least three interviews that I've seen him in over the fucking years. That's amazing. Uh, the Taken one, uh, the Taken three. Uh, he they, he made a comment uh, straight Taken. <laughs> he made a comment on one of the late shows. He got, like uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. And he's like, "Have you ever considered you're just a bad father and husband?" And he's like, well, he got three movies in Jar Jar. Well, not so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to beat that dead horse, but uh, we did just, I wanted to touch on that because it doesn't, it's still bad. Still oh, bad. We, still bad. It, 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 I think it got more racist as time oh, went on. Like, oh, Jar Jar is really, it's more really uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. It's almost like George Lucas was watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit yep. and mm-hmm. was like, that's what the fuck I want. <laughs> in every scene of the movie. Let me take everything cool away from this classic movie. Yeah. And then make black people really uncomfortable right. in the theater. <laughs> also, I want him to act like a blackface character from 30s cartoons. I mean, and that's really The only thing is. missing it was is. him doing jazz hands and going, I'll yeah. slow zoom. That's a, like, yeah. it's that it's racist. That it's that racist. South Park nailed it because two months after Phantom Menace, uh, the, the South Park movie came out. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in there where they're going to war with Canada. And it's Operation Get Behind the Black Man. Uh-huh. All the black people up top. Uh-huh. And one of them goes, you as a people going to die? Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 
No, they knew it. Yeah. But Mandalorian, I think it's solid. I think that more, the episode with the mercenaries that had uh, Bill Burr and Clancy Brown. That's my favorite of the um, whole fucking run. Yeah. Was By the, the way, Burr that was episode. Clancy Brown as the big uh, redhead or, or horned uh, yep. Devorian. Um, I like the episode. I saw her. his name in the credits and couldn't figure out who oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, so that makes sense. But, dude, that's in, it's classic Star Wars because it's in a fucking hallway. Yeah. It's a hallway set. It's it's TNG, actually. And you got a Sons of Anarchy character in there, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, I know. It's, it's TNG. I mean, it's like, here's a little set. We have to do a bottle episode. This was a bunch of bottle episodes, basically. One of the coolest things about the hallway thing. fight, too, that I liked was he did the exact opposite of Stormtrooper tactics to kill them. Yeah, yeah you're It's right. the literal, from where they're just front towards enemy going in a group. It appears behind them and literally just murders them. He rambos them. He rambos them. It's it's brutal. No, he's a ninja in that moment. And that's the idea of this show, and that's why it works. Because it is... uh, I forgot the name of the movie that Lucas based Star Wars on. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, but the something fortress. The hidden fortress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's the idea that you have knights, and you have... Eastern mysticism, and that's what the Mandalorian is. It's just a different kind of knight than a Jedi knight, but his armor, look at him. He's wearing a fucking Sugarloaf helmet. I mean, like... He's Beskar an, steel. I mean, and Beskar steel, and this is the way, and we are... My, my, we, my weapons are... I mean, my religion is... My weapons are my religion, and fucking... It, 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 it follows the formula to, here's a serial, here's this length of time, and quit bitching about the length of time because it's fucking perfect. It um, is. And uh, I like them being able to tailor the length of the episode to the story they're trying to tell. You know, yeah. they're not like, well, it has to be exactly 42 minutes and they have to pat it out. They can exactly identify what they're going for in that time. It's I love making fun of people that haven't figured that out yet. Like, well, I didn't want this episode to last that long. And I wanted this other one. Oh, shut up, incel. No, you don't decide how long the episodes are. Fuck boy, shut up. What do you want? 22 episodes, 22 one hour episodes? Because fuck that. I yeah. hate it now. Yeah. So we much just get filler. 22 15 minute episodes. <laughs> uh, you know what? That would be. At least better if like, there were fifteen minutes. I Ooh, think that's speaking. one of the problems with some of the CW shows are the mm, twenty-two too much. episodes. Oh, too much. we've it's we've just, hit that a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. The old, old, some of the this old episode ways. right now is literally just up ramp, like wrapping up <laughs> shit we've been talking about for the last you know few months. But let's talk about something I think we're about to bring up. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not. I I hate that it's been washed away from canon, but the Jenny Tartakovsky, Jenny Tartakovsky. Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah. Little mini micro episodes from the uh, Clone Wars, Wars, right? Yeah, I don't I know if you guys those. remember that. If you haven't watched those, DVD. Yeah. Yeah. watch them again. Uh, awesome. It's some awesome stuff. Awesome. Simplified storytelling. Uh, well, really Samurai nice Jack. Stuff. Right. It's right. Samurai and Jack Star Wars. Sorry, I, I thought you were about to talk about the best show that's uh, a show that's even better than The Mandalorian. Watchmen. Right? <sighs> it is. Love it. Watchmen it's is perfection. the single sorry, best it's... season of television since Breaking Bad was at yeah. its apex. Just yeah. captivating, captivating. Yeah. It's right up there with Wire season yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. Season four of The Wire. Uh, uh, damn, dude, like season three of Breaking Bad. Yep. Second season of Fargo. Second season of Fargo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stellar television to the point that it's not even TV. Some of the great uh, seasons of Game of Thrones, yep. um, particularly season... Uh, what was this? the season with the red wedding? I can't remember what season that was. I think but three or four. Three or four, yeah. yeah. But this show started off as something that I wasn't sure about yet. Yep. And let me preface with something: if you are upset that this show touches SJW things, politics, and racial matters, then you don't know shit about Alan Moore's fucking writing. 
And you've never read Watchmen. Yep. Can we, uh, can we uh, uh, edit that clap in from when we introduced Ryan? <laughs> yeah, that sounded nice a lot there. more... I'm, that sounded a little bit more positive. <laughs> I, think, I think Watchmen is not a... better about being on the show if you would have had that kind of encouragement. I think I actually saw Tumbleweed come rolling by with that first episode. <laughs> we should have just, just introduced your name as Watchmen. And then we could have edited it your real name and posts. Just so we don't. Yeah, and I was like, where are the crickets coming from? <laughs> they live in my ass. They just oh, go yeah, with me makes everywhere. Sense. Cave crickets. crickets. Yeah. Oh, cave but crickets. Alan Moore, Alan Moore. More sensitive cave crickets. Yes. Did not write a book. He did not write a book where superheroes punch each other in the fucking face. No, no he fucking no. did not. <laughs> the people that don't understand it are people that really thought Rorschach was a great person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You he's badass, man. Rorschach's badass, man. He's cool. I love how they made fun of the Rorschach idiot fan base from all of the years. I've had to see like Alex Jones memes of Rorschach and shit. Like, yep. That's what you look like. If you're one of those people, the way that Looking Glass has the tinfoil in his fucking hat, that is you. Yep. Oh, that is you. Man, Looking Glass is awesome. What looking a character. Glass. What a fucking character arc yep, that guy origin. got. Oh, that episode too! Wow, yeah. when the, when it's panning away at the end, and he's just screaming, "What happened?" Yep. I mean, oh, so strong! And we finally no. get to see the squid. They didn't yep. back off, dude. This show no. is a direct sequel to the comic. Yep. Yeah. If you if you think that you're getting the fucking uh, Zack Snyder shit, you're not. No. You're getting a sequel to the comic, and it doesn't care if you've not read it. No. It it's really doesn't at all. I, uh, my parents came over when I was watching what I thought was the best episode outside of the finale, the black and white hooded justice explanation episode. So good. Which, if that oh. shit doesn't win awards, we need to stop oh, giving out one of the awards. Realistically, the maybe the best episode. It's the best episode. That I episode think. made me think we need an Astro City show. Oh, God, Ooh. you're right. Oh, it good is call. Astro City, good dude. Call. It is. Oh, my God. So my mother and my stepfather come in not knowing. Now, Mom's read The Watchmen. It's been years. She does not associate this to Watchmen at all. She just sits down and starts watching goes, this is fucking captivating. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I was like, they made a Watchmen TV series. She's like, that's not in the fucking books. I was like, no, it's a sequel. She's like, oh, that, that crazy mystic dude that lives in a cave is going to be pissed. Like if even mom's heard me make fun of Alan Moore so much that mom even knows who she who he is now. I'm like, no, it's a direct sequel and it's really good. And Trent Reznor scored it. She's like, oh well, he scores everything. That doesn't matter. And she sits down and she's zoned into it. And then when it goes back to present time, she looks at her husband and she goes, "Hey baby, can we get one of those? What's this on? Is it HBO now? She goes, can we get an HBO now account? I want to watch this show." The it's way it builds, good. the way it builds from the first yeah. episode to the end is so masterful. The way it just builds on its own story and reveals things, uh, just masterful stuff, storytelling the wise. The first episode was tough sell on me, but now that I've seen the whole series, that first episode was masterfully set yeah. up. Yeah, well, it's 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 a it's a Lindelof so thing where th- the first three episodes are the pilot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he does. That's what he did with the leftovers. Yeah, and, and that's why it kind of surprised me. People were surprised with Lindelof. It's like if you watch the leftovers, you would not have been surprised that he can do this. Yeah, no, not at all. It's he's learned a lot. In the, the another years. great show. I mean, just wonderful, is fantastic. Um, Angela, Abar, sister Knight, amazing, is amazing character. I could watch a whole show about her in Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah. Well, you basically did. Yeah, I know, but I mean, <laughs> she, she is definitely doesn't seem like the lead, but by the end oh, of the, she's the show, lead. it's she an origin story. The, the whole eight yeah. episodes is an origin. She is nine such episodes. a strong actress. She yep. is killing it. And I realized something the other night. Her name is Sister Knight. She dresses in black and white. And who was her husband? A god. Uh, and what is the bride of God but a nun? Oh, yeah. And that is how she's dressed. Very nice. That is awesome. 
That's a little Lindelof thing going, but I, I picked it up on it, and I was like, wow. That- I don't want a second season unless they can beat this. Really, yeah. I, 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 and I agree. I, if you can't, if you, if you can't do as good or better than this, and that's what Lindelof said, yeah. he's right. Yeah, he's already said it. they're not doing it unless it could beat this. And yeah. when I first read that, I thought I hadn't watched the last three episodes yet. Oh. And uh, when I read that, I was like, man, this pompous piece of shit. <laughs> and then I finished it, and I was like, man, that genius, lovable human. <laughs> Somebody get that guy some oral sex right now. Right now. Well, I was sitting with my dad the night that the Manhattan reveal came on, came through. And about my ten- God, what a reveal, too. And that was when I realized that I inherited the Karnak gene from him. <laughs> because I was watching it, and it hadn't hit me yet. He goes, Cody. Her husband's Dr. Manhattan. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, God, it's going down. And then, like, and then it went down. And I was like, oh, fuck. You, I'm, like, losing my shit. And then the most beautiful thing ever, that Atticus Ross, Trent Reznor, Life on Mars fucking instrumental came on. My God. And I was, cool was in that? tears. Yep. I was in tears, dude. I was like, oh, this is hitting me so hard. This show... When we watched the last episode, I literally jumped over the living room table. <laughs> and like, oh my fucking God! <laughs> that moment. And I've not done that in since, I don't know, since UConn beat Duke in 2001? <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> We're laughing like we know what that meant. <laughs> it's it one of those years, but yeah. I mean, it was just those like... Those are sports teams. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's a thing. Is I that have. NASCAR? Is that... Oh. No, no, it's, it's NCAA. Um... What about the perfect casting, though? Jeremy Irons does not get mentioned <laughs> enough in this. Plus, the Ozymandias story arc is one of the darkest, weirdest yeah. fucking things I've ever Bonkers. seen. And I like how they didn't just beat your beat yourself over the head with like every episode with him was a year, another year. You kind of had to piece that you together. Piece, you know, look at the birthday cake and see like, hey, there's a new candle on here now. But I like how they did not just say, hey, this is not... It's not Groundhog Day. It's not Groundhog Day. Yeah. Um, do you think he was in that statue for a little bit? Because, you know, they kept you on the statue yes. outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in there the whole time. kept them frozen for a while. Until when, she, she, um, when she early on bought the... When Lady True brought the uh, the property from that couple, and then she's, she was buying it because she knew that that was coming down. That was him coming down. Oh. Yeah, that was him. That's okay. Yeah, the yeah, meteor. Yeah. And talking about casting Jean Smart, who... Oh, wow. Her second, oh, sh- the second part of her life, like Fargo... Um, Legion, yeah, Legion and Watchmen. It's oh, just amazing what she's been doing. And I mean, sorry, my brain is still stuck in that meteor being. Oh, ow, <laughs> yeah, ow! You, I didn't see, okay, God, no, this show yeah. is so smart. No, it makes bad, me feel. I didn't get that dumb. either. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this well, show made me feel all the dumb. I, I watched it twice. The, all every so episode. he's been probably in that statue for the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. No, not just the whole season. Ever since she built the tower, because the Millennium Clock. Did, yep. Yep. What year did he go to the plant? Like 2011? 2007. I don't that was when he came things. to... 2007 or 2008 was when he came to meet him, when, when uh, Cal, when John came to meet him at his... Fortress. Fortress. So he had been in there for 10 years, okay. 12 years, something like that. After he takes his death. It's either 2004 or 2007. Uh, because he wanted to go. Yeah. Oh, thank you, John. Thank you. I didn't realize that that was a, every episode was supposed to be a year. I really mm-hmm. thought that fucker just loved birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> did awesome. you Did you not tell how nasty that birthday? We made it from the honeycomb, so. <laughs> so another question. So, um, the judge or the warden or whatever was the original Adam, right? Yes. yes. So, what Adam. happened to the original Eve? 
I don't know. Probably got got. He loved to kill those fucking things. Or they'll bring that up because... Or they won't because that's a Lindelof thing. They will or they won't. What do you think? Did, did they ever mention her? Not that I recall. I, I thought that so. she was supposed to be the, the maid that's at the end of the line that's the most talkative. Because there's one yeah. version of the maids that is, does almost exclusively all of the talking to the maid. And he never says to her, will you be the new Mrs. Blah? True. Yeah. True. So you think maybe that's Eve. Maybe that is I her. think okay. that's Eve. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, she is the most evolved. And um, she's the, all, the only maid that fully ever yeah. speaks. His line about putting the mask on him was... Uh, Oh, dude, him putting on that costume, though. And how, it being comic accurate. How cold he let that motherfucker die, though. Was that a worthy adversary? No. 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 <laughs> but that's Ozymandias. Yeah. He's the smartest man in the world. Yeah. But he birthed the smartest woman. But she's still not as smart as him. I just hope they do it. Because he got her. Yeah. I love how she she hated <laughs> yeah. on the fucking squids, and then she got got. She yeah. got got by frozen squids, man. <laughs> it was awesome when the one went through her hand. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I love the, the stigmata nod yeah. to her looking through Beautiful. the hand. Beautiful. And I had to yell out loud, too. That's why Jesus sucks at hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the acting prowess of Lady True? Awesome. So reserved. Has she been anything else? Uh, probably, but it's just like it's escaping me. Yeah. Uh, there is something else where she's in where she wears a white coat, too. Really? And it's like it's right on the tip of my... I'll, it'll come to me after this. But um, damn, dude, show. she is just so charming and scary and, and neat. And, and, and the way she's talking to those parents is so matter-of-factly. Uh, if you don't sign this paper this child will die within three minutes yeah. you now have 30 seconds that wasn't my favorite for her my favorite for her without a fucking doubt was Ozymandias looking at the clone and going you cloned your mother yeah. and her just going yeah and and then continues with what she was saying like this is not a very plot important detail and you just see the look of shock on her. like he's not even listening to her he's just looking at that woman like you made a baby with me. Hello. Like you, you like it's almost like he wants to speak to the clone and be like, "Hi." I'm, uh. <laughs> but you were mentioning Lori. Yeah. And God, is she such her parent her her the daughter of her parents. Oh yeah, she's definitely got that smart ass streak about her now. And she's the comedian cuz mm-hmm. she just shoots that motherfucker. <laughs> and they're, they're like, yes. "You knew about the armor?" And he she was like, "Not not really. I just <laughs> shot him." I mean, like she just hunts vigilantes and she's a badass. And dude, yeah. her character development's so great. The only thing that uh, I have two criticisms only about that show. Two. One is she wasn't tripping balls and trying to get to John and talk to him when she was in the room with him. She just kind of went, "Oh. Oh god, there's John." There's well, Dr. she also John saw John with a love interest, so he has moved on, and, and that's kind of got. Did to you be notice the whole time she told, she kept telling Angela how hot her husband was? Yep. Mm-hmm. How fucked up is that? And the Excalibur thing that we talked about, oh, yeah. the that's brutal vibrator. Yeah, it was yeah. spelled Excal A bar. Yep. <laughs> it was, uh, and that's his name. And it's blue, so yeah. it's yeah. her ex, and then Cal A bar is her husband. Yeah. That's yeah. a big spoiler. But yeah, if they do a sequ- if they do oh. a series, <laughs> I hope they bring in Night Owl. Yeah, that, that was my other criticism. I was about to bring up. Where the hell is well, they he? He's in prison. He's in prison. So he's the probably... one that centered that Excalibur as a joke. It's like a yeah, cool, fuck you. And that's all we got, right? But like at the end, there you got the whole gang back together yeah. for a second. You've got Looking Glass, who is obviously a Rorschach stand-in. Yep. You've got Lady True's uh, sister. I mean, mother, mother daughter, sister, mother clone, clone that is mother kind dude. of like uh, Silk Spectre. Yeah. Uh, well, not Silk Spectre, but like 
yeah, Silk Cell Spectre, and then you have Lori, who's kind of your Sally Jupiter slash comedian, and you have well, comedian. She is not Silk Spectre anymore. Yeah, no. she's <laughs> she straight up got that motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, she even goes by his name. So let's be real. Her name is Lori Blake. Yeah. Um, and you have Ozzy, and then that was another thing I thought was kind of weird. Was like, she was like, "You're going to jail," and I was like. But you're implicated in this shit. You've been hiding this from the world for like 30 years. I don't you, think she gave a fuck. She doesn't. She doesn't. She is an FBI agent. Yeah, Refford's getting impeached. Uh, do what? Refford's getting Reverend's impeached. Getting impeached. Oh, yeah, Refford's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Refford's going to have a... He's going to have to go bomb around to get out of that shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Nice. That was good. Yeah, I'm that glad I got to be on this podcast before World War Three started. I know, yeah, me too. It's, it's going to be a shame that no one gets to listen to it as we will be living in a smoking crater as Terry edits it. <laughs> also, did you notice that Lube Man was the uh, Agent Petey? Yep. Oh, was he? Yeah. That was Lube Man. Really? Man. How that they... knew that was? They, they talk in a throwaway line in the police station, like right after that, they talk about that that was... That was Agent Petey Agent was Petey. the fanboy, right? Yeah. So he's Lube Not Man. Not a fanboy. He's a CKpedia, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Huh. And, Speaking uh, of, actually, PDpedia is a legitimate website you can yeah. go to that he supposedly wrote uh, that fills in a lot of the chapter details. And oh, little, wow. Little it's really cool. Details. Check it out. blowing my mind. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to bring up one last thing about this, and that's the theme of genetic trauma and genetic memories in mm. this show. The sins of the father idea. Everything seems to pass down to this next generation of the things that happened in Watchmen happens to all these characters in a roundabout way again. Uh, you two are way smarter than me about this show. Like, well, y'all are making me feel like I'm auditing a college class. Jodorowsky talked about genetic trauma. It's become a very big esoteric thing where basically... See, college class. If, <laughs> if you... Your grandfather does something. You never even really knew him, but you pick up the bad traits that he had somehow. And I'm not just talking about alcoholism. Like, something bad your grandfather did that was a bad trait, you have it. My grandfather on my uh, dad's side is the only other tobacco user in my entire family. I started smoking cigarettes at 14. See? Hmm. There's things that happen, and it's, it's genetic trauma, and uh, bad things that happen to people as well. Will was a police officer. Angela didn't know that, but she became a police officer. That's shame. Will. God, that flashback episode hurts every time you mention that. <laughs> where hooded justice really comes from. Look where Amazing. the series begins and the series ends in that theater. Yeah, everything that goes down right there in Tulsa, that's it. it follows the the theme of genetic trauma. Lindelof goes deep into the uh, the esoteric sci fringe science stuff. No pun intended, because he helped out with, with fringe. You're um, thinking about all this, and I was sitting there clapping, going, "Look, big blue dick! <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's Chappie! It's Chappie from Iron Eagle!" <laughs> That was me when it first happened. I was like, it's Lewis Gossett Jr. Yay! And I'll, um, I'll give the show credit for something else, too. And this is uh, showcasing my ignorance, uh, uh, proudly, apparently. But uh, I was not aware that these race riots in Tulsa was a real historical event. Same. I did not know until Cody I mean, told us. Right. So that That's show was really, really bringing this buried chapter uh, to light. Uh, and I'm, I'm blown away that it was real, and I just didn't know about it. It's it, fucking crazy. You know what's weird is when the, uh, the, uh, the black and white episode, going back to that again, when my parents came in, my stepdad was like, oh, that, that's Tulsa. Like, he knew about it. And I'm like, where the fuck were you before I started watching this show? <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. I and mean, I told people about it, too. And I'm like, uh, yeah, and, like, the airplanes bombing people and all that, that happened. That It was a – it set black culture back 100 years. Yeah. and There's a YouTube thing that I found that was, like, a fucking little mini-doc that I watched. And I, when I saw that, it looked like a crop-dusting plane 
Yeah, yeah. They, they, there's footage of it. Barn burner. Yeah, yeah. Like, barnstormer. Oh God, fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like a no bit here, but like I was watching with my roommate, and after it was over, I was like, "Was that real?" And my roommate was crying and oh, told well. me the story. Well, wow. yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's devastating, and we covered it. And up. I feel horrible that oh. I had no idea that it this breaks my heart to be so massive uh, an event. It's, yeah. it's nuts. It shows like, how over time the t- the shovel will really just. Oh, and we're just going to graze over yeah. this, not talk about it. And the amount of deaths have been lied about for so long that they're now... This show has brought up so much awareness, they're wanting to exhume some of those mass graves and really start oh, counting. Wow. Wow. It's because they had the whole thing where America can never be the bad guys. Yeah. Yep. So anything in our past where we're the bad guys, they have to start trying to whitewash it or just bury yeah. it. Well, you know, originally I think they said 39 people died. And then a recount was later on between 200 and 300. And now that they think that it's way more than that. God. Way more. The the little clip I watched online of the little docu thing, which is definitely made after Watchmen's came out. Yeah, they said that it was uh, the, the the number is now in question, but at least in triple digits. Yeah, yeah, at it's least ridiculous. It's uh, wow. it's really tragic. But anyway, that's a sad <laughs> note. Um, yeah, I want to see your segue here. <laughs> yeah. So um, before we get out of here, I want to ask you guys something. Okay. Uh, what do you think of Witcher? Oh, well, I fucking love it. I think that it's another one of those things that came around at the end here that has totally blown my mind and blown me away uh, at the end of this decade and the end of this year where I thought I was gonna, wasn't going to see anything else great. Right. And I didn't think I was going to have an end of the decade list or an end of the year list where I was going to talk about stuff that I thought was as good as, you know, that were this great. And two TV shows, two TV shows did that. Two TV shows. Watchmen and Witcher, right at the end, came right screaming in. Witcher is... The best, one of the best fantasy shows ever made, uh, because it doesn't puss out about fantasy. It goes balls out Germanic folklore. Literally pole. balls out. There's yeah, some, oh, there's some balls. Yeah, yeah. There's some balls in this show, and, and some titty balls, and yeah. some man balls, and some pig balls. There's a lot of balls. <laughs> I, I loved it when Henry Cavill was talking about his workout, and he was like, guys, I don't want you to hurt yourselves, because a lot of this... Just gonna be honest, is genetics, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, you're a freak. Like, I mean, like, I know I'll never look like you. I'll yeah. never be your size, and I don't need it. It's okay. It's okay. fine. It single-handedly saved Netflix. It did because Disney Plus, after Mandalorian got canceled, had a landmark cancellation, and Netflix had a landmark sign-up. And just a side note, show you where we're at in the streaming wars right now. Your streaming wars update brought to you by JC. Streaming wars. I went back and looked at Netflix after we've all just been Disney Plusing for the last few weeks. I have over 72 full hours of shows I've been watching on Netflix that are Netflix originals that I have not completed over just skipping to other shit. I realized I am not out of shit to watch for the next. I'm dead. Nope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Netflix ain't going anywhere. It's no. still going to be here. Witcher has some amazing uh, choreography. Yep. It has uh, an amazing ability to take three timelines and make it all wrap up by the end of it. And you go, oh, oh, okay, I got it. When did you start noticing that they were doing the skipping around on the timelines? Because I didn't notice until episode three. Three. I think it was. Was that the one where, where Calente. Where Universe like, hey, I've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. And okay. then Calente, it showed Calente again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen Calente. And I was like, oh, well. She died in the first episode, so okay. I figured out there were time jumping in episode two, and That's, it wasn't just one episode chopped up into out of sequence. I figured there was time jumps in episode two. I didn't see the severity until episode three. I'm like, holy shit, this season's a book. Yeah. This season's a whole fucking. Well, book. the first season is the nov the the short stories, the novellas, the novellas. Yes, yeah. and then season two will be book one. 
and they'll never ha- the problem like we talked about they'll never do the 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 games because the games were set between after uh Bl- war of elves blood of elves blood of elves and then a book that came way later so that's all in between they said they'd never have to adapt that because that's adapted perfectly why would you do that mm, right. the games are there and the games kind of are a remix time jump thing in themselves and I just say stay tuned, man, because this show is fucking awesome. Is and that really kind of, Yennefer's backstory, or did they? That is Yennefer's in? backstory. Because I never knew. I, I, I know in, in Wild Hunt and in what I've read of the books, they mentioned that her backstory is brutal as hell. No, it is. That's, but it's that a lot, lot more rape. But huh? I mean, a lot more rape in the books. But. It's Yennefer in the games too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Siri, uh, Yennefer, Triss. Uh, Triss. They're all. So those in are it. all. Because I've never played yeah. three. They're in the or games. any of the Witcher games. That's Triss is the only thing that I'm pissed about. Because I didn't notice, I didn't recognize her. Didn't recognize her, and at that's all. not me fussing about uh, co- uh, um, changing the color of the uh, character's it's, hair it's, or their skin. I just did not know it was Triss. Which one it's, is she? It's she's the mage at the end of the last episode that's fighting alongside of Yennefer. That's in like episode eight, and nine, or whatever. Eight, 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 yeah. yeah, she first appears in three, but she yeah. appears randomly through the rest. Okay. of She's not used a lot. Unfortunately, it's is she the, a major it, character? Like she is a major on? character. Yeah, yeah. Triss yeah. is big yeah. time major character. And the only thing that they fucked up again, this isn't that they switched her race or hair or any no. of that. It's the way she talks and acts is so fucking specific in Wild Hunt. Yeah, you cannot unsee that. I couldn't. I couldn't tell it, it until you saw her like making alchemic potions and talking. Yeah, and I think that's in episode four. Yeah, it'll be like, okay. That's Triss right there. Yeah. That's that's when I noticed. That's, I think that's that's definitely Triss. Okay. But my God, the violence in that is oh, so dude. beautiful. Yeah. It's great, and I mean, and honestly, the lore is good. And uh, how how far are you into it, Michael? Uh, unfortunately, I have just watched the first episode. Okay, oh. but it really pulled me in, and I loved it. I love the way it starts with that action scene with the spider creature in the swamp. I yeah, mean, it just punches you in the balls right from the get go, and uh, it really pulled me in. I just haven't gotten around to following it up. I'll probably watch some more tonight. Actually, <laughs> I highly, <laughs> highly, highly, highly recommend. It. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised with the critical disdain for it. It's it shows once again that critics don't know what the fuck. They're fuck you, critics. About. Okay, did you read the reviews though? For the they didn't like it. They watched the first six episodes only, or five episodes. Yep, they watched the first five episodes. What did they compare it to? Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Which is, is two. This is apples and oranges. Yeah. <laughs> it's two completely different things. I mean, Game of Thrones is British. Game of Thrones is is London, UK, British folklore, softcore pornography. Yeah, written by an American <laughs> with okay? softcore pornography. It's got a lot of Americanism in it and the a lot of colonialism. Yes, <laughs> this is Germanic. Teutonic folklore. Hardcore pornography. Polish as fuck. Hardcore Lots of pornography. Oh, Lots Yennefer, of balls. Yennefer can get it. Yeah. Yeah. God, oh. she's beautiful. Yeah, she is. Oh. The episode where they're just basically fucking in the castle. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Fucking yeah. in the castle. <laughs> yeah. And the bard's looking through the window at yeah. him. Yeah, I'll be watching this later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Rub one out for the Witcher. This is Rub one out <laughs> for the Witcher. <laughs> oh, Valley Plenty. Episode name right there. Rub yeah. one out for your Witcher. Um, but speaking of Netflix, like how he's saying that the streaming wars Netflix is succeeding right now. Yeah. Um, you got Sabrina at the end of this at the end of the month. Lock and Key. Oh, Next baby. month, the trailer just came out. Yep, and yep. Ozark season three in March. Yeah, and Lock and Key is my favorite comic of all time. So I Jeez. to say I'm excited about that is the understatement it's of the century. Incredible. Have you guys read it? I have I not. So you've so. got to. Yeah, it's Joe Hill, Honest, and son of Stephen Stephen King, Joe yep. Hill. It's my favorite comic of all time. It means so much to me, and to see it fleshed out, it, it's it, amazing. Yeah, it, it blows my mind. Witcher is also before we forget. Yeah. 
Seven seasons already planned out. The show creator yep. said it's going to only run seven seasons. They will Good. not go past it. And Netflix says if it keeps a quarter, a fucking quarter of the current ratings, they will like give it all seven. Awesome. And they said that they that they did they made a nice dig at Walking Dead too. When we say <laughs> seven, we don't mean eleven and lose half the cast. Yeah. Uh, one more. I'm gonna just hop into a recommendation here real quick uh, because we're talking about Netflix. Uh, the new Dracula on Netflix by Stephen Moffat is fucking it's great. It's insane. It's ballsy. It takes the original story, it <coughs> twists it to a level where it's fun. And he is having, Dracula's having a ball being a vampire. He loves it. <laughs> he's vicious. <laughs> he's devilish. He's wicked. He's He walks up to a nunnery and says, oh, one of you are going to invite me in. And then I'm going to kill every single one of you. You sold me right there. I want to watch that. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it because one of you will break. And he's right. <laughs> and it's like three wow. episodes, right? Like three short, episodes. Yeah, like it's a BBC like short movies, like Sherlock, right? <clears throat> it's the BBC style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three one out, one and a half hour episodes, and boy, at the end of episode two, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> That's me sure. every half hour in Witcher. Oh, I know, right? Like, every, at least every half hour, like, it's "What the fuck and turns. did I just watch?" But that 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 fits for me because not only is that my. Uh, that's my rec- not only my recommendation for the week, but that fits the Netflix thing we're talking about. And uh, I guess we can get into recommendations if you guys would oh, like fine. to. Uh, also, we'll talk about some a few game recommendations of okay. some things. I, I like I said earlier, I recommend Jedi Fallen Order. I finished it. It's hard, but good kind of hard. Uh, it's not going to be Dark Souls on you. Uh, it'll be a little Souls with some of the boss battles, but it's going to be fine. Um, my other recommendation as a comic book. And that would be Folklords. Um, I read I read issue two. Uh, I guess it was the week before last. I think last, so. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. Like that. It was around Christmas. I read a, a, a part two, and then I realized, oh god, this is getting super meta. And there's someone texting the lead character from outside this comic book, telling them that this is a comic book, and I'm in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want? You want? Uh, it's a it's a story about basically the fairy tale land, like Shrek. Ex- where all these gnomes and elves and they all live there but they know about the folklords which is us who wrote all the stories and this one guy brazenly takes an elf with him and decides to run off and find the folklords so it's getting and once again by Boom Studios who is not letting me the fuck down they're amazing right now <laughs> they're killing it they really are I mean once in future I'm caught up on that it's amazing my favorite comic of the year which is Something is killing the children. It's oh my god! I can't even get enough of that comic. It's so I, I wait on bated breath for that comic every yeah. fucking month, and uh, and folklords and there's more stuff coming out by them. I haven't even got to check out yet. So like right now, man, just kick it. Boom Studios kicking ass. But yeah, that's my Rex for this week. Um, and ah, uh, see, as far as uh, any other games go that I'm looking out for, I think that Doom Eternal is just the main thing for me, man. Like Doom Eternal is. It's been through so many reboots. I mean, uh, re. What do you call it? Uh, uh, push. They pushed it back. Yeah. To, They've to, changed to make the game engine. They've changed the world traversal system. It's either it's going to be straight fire or dumpster fire. It's going to be A or B. Uh, well, I trust in what they've done, and now I just hope that we'll get a quake like that. So somebody make a quake that's not just for uh, esports players, please. The video when they're in heaven and heaven's like that giant like spaceship thing and they're just running around <laughs> killing everything. Yeah, it's like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. 
Uh, Ryan, you got some recommend, er, recommendations and some game recommendations and stuff coming uh, out that you're excited about? Sure. Uh, TV, like in the Netflix thing. First. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I just finished that I really liked was Daybreak. Oh, yeah. It's How like a that? zombie... Sh- it's, well, it's an apocalyptic show, mm-hmm. and it's done like Ferris Bueller, where the main uh, the main character talks to the camera and explains stuff. And they actually have Ferris Bueller in there as well. Yeah, he's the principal. Yeah. So they're teens. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've, seen, I've seen stuff about it. I need, I need to watch it. It's, it's it fun. Is it's, it fun? It's, it's take it for face value fun. Like, well, if you're looking for something deep, don't, but... If you yeah. got a six pack and you get off work and you want to have some fun, it's it's that type of that's show. That's where I usually yeah. live, man. I mean, that's 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 my bread and butter. I watch bad movies for fun, for Christ's sake. And if you want something good from HBO earlier in the year, Chernobyl. Oh yeah, no, that's fantastic. It's so good. Chernobyl's probably that's another. Actually, now that you mention it, that's another one of those shows where it's the perfect season. Yeah, it's um, it's hard to watch, but damn. Movies, I think they're both still on the theaters right now. Jojo Rabbit and mm-hmm. Parasite. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, both are super good. Go into Parasite knowing as little as you can. Yeah, um, the middle forty-five minute scene is just incredible. Um, it's such a good movie. It is. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I know we're gonna make Terry mad. I'm sorry, Terry. <laughs> but Knives Out's really good. Yeah, Ryan Johnson <laughs> is phenomenal. I love that movie so much. Uh, and rich kids are great directors. They are, and and honestly, uh, we're getting a, we're getting a great sequel with the character that I knew we I were was going so to. happy because he's like, um, who's the character in Murder on the Orient Express? Poirot. Poirot. Yeah. Poirot. Who ended up being in like three or four. Oh, he's in a bunch of novels. Yeah, yeah but the character and Daniel. That Daniel Craig. That's Benoit Blanc. Super fun. Super great. Awesome Such character, and we're getting sequels where it's just the detective work of Benoit Blanc, and I can't wait. And people that are sell- telling you, "Oh, knives out!" They give away the 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 ending halfway or the the who done it halfway through. They do not. They do not. They do not. You think they do, yeah. but they do not. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's one of the best who done it's I've ever seen. Yeah. In a, well, in a long time, it's better than Murder on the Orient Express movie that came out last yeah. year. Game wise, um, right now it's a little slower, so there's a lot of good stuff. Um, Outer Worlds. Mm. If you want to play a game that's basically a Firefly, Outer Worlds is super good. Uh, Blood Stained is really good if you like a Metroidvania style game, and I'm really digging Control right now. Mm. Yeah, I've yeah. heard a lot of good stuff about Control. I'm trying Control. to f- play all these games that kind of fell through the wayside this year before all the craziness starts in April. Uh, Elgato Roboto is one of my big picks right now. Uh, I love it. It's fantastic. It's a Metroidvania. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Switch? It, it's on Switch. Okay. Uh, I think it's on sale for like 5 99 right now. Okay. And uh, I love it. It's black and white, Undertale kind of style, but it's in Metro- It's totally Metroid. It looks yeah. like Metroid. And yeah. you get different suits that are power-ups, and you're a cat. It's fucking cute and, and you're awesome. you're a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Metroidvania games. Lead with a cat. Yeah. yeah. You go I said Elgato. Island Delivery is really good. It's yeah. like a Metroidvania meets a pinball game. It's so fun. Whoa. You play a dung beetle. And you have the little ball of dung, and each each screen is a different has the flippers and everything like a pinball game, but it's also a Metroidvania, huh. and it's Wild. it sounds insane that it would work, but it works. It works. Yeah, you so lost me at Dung Beetle. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so fun. I <laughs> play, I played so it. Good. It's so fucking fun. Yeah, like, if it you've is ever so wanted cool. to play as a Dung Beetle in a game, we have a game for you. You know, I'm, at 38 years old, I've never woke up, put on my pants, and said, "God damn it, I wish I could be a Dung Beetle." <laughs> now you do. You're gonna love it. Sounds like a, <laughs> but now like I want to play it just yes. so I can text you and be like, "Yeah, fuck you. It was fun being a Dung Beetle." <laughs> the demo is free right yeah. now, so there's on a, what platforms on Switch and PlayStation. Oh, Four. Yeah, yeah. I'll do Switch. It's funner on Switch, to be honest. Yeah, the flippers yeah, really the flippers work. Flippers are yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, my recommendations right now is clearly Witcher. 
Yeah. Just a glowingly fucking Witcher. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, there's a Paul Rudd thing on Netflix I found this week, and I can't, I think it's like Living With You or something. Yep. Uh, I couldn't think of the name of it. I saw Paul Rudd's face <laughs> in between my bong hits and hit play. <laughs> because if you partake of uh, bong hits, you know when you see Paul Rudd, that's what you're watching. <laughs> and I, I knew absolutely nothing about it. And I, I, I watched the first four episodes just, just dick out, man. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, this is fucking insane. I'm, I'm getting back on a Netflix kick for a little bit. Gonna be a lot of Netflix recommendations coming out of me. And uh, I finally went back and watched the second season of Disenchanted or started it. God damn, I slept on that. That shit's oh, yeah. awesome. It's super good. It's, I mean, he's, he's, it's return to, return to form, man. And I finally finished Big Mouth season three, too, and that's fucking oh, it's great. great. Big Mouth is great. Uh, th- those are that for books. I, I can't go back to weeklies yet. I will be soon. I'll have enough money to do that soon. Yes. So I'll have some recommendations. The probably next show. Uh, since Ryan's here, video games. Uh, Hideo Kojima's fucking madman and Death Stranding's, now that I'm like halfway through the game, seriously, unequivocally the most batshit thing I've ever fucking played in my life. It's, a, it's you might be like, I'm a FedEx delivery guy <laughs> for like the first few hours. You think that joke's great. Those people that quit in the first six hours, you're pussies. You don't deserve anything good in life, you shallow <laughs> little pussy. Fuck you. You delivered those packages like a man. <laughs> I, I got stuck in a mission, and like I've got you know, like all of my friends in the PS4 try to get to buy it. Uh, Mike's playing it some now, and like I, I was like, I'm stuck on this level. He capitalized, text me back. You deliver those fucking packages. <laughs> awesome. I was in that thread. That was hilarious. You deliver those fucking packages, JC. <laughs> the fucked up thing is, I did. And the next night, when I finally beat it, I was like, I finally beat it. And he's just like, Yeah, you did what you're supposed to do. Congratulations, <laughs> deliver more packages. It's like, no, none of the guys were impressed at this at all. They're like, Congratulations, you did it. A video game, what you're supposed to do in the fucking video game. I'm like, no, but it was really hard. Oh, it's supposed to be. Well, you're coming really at hard. me and him, who are soul brothers, about something being hard. Yeah. And then we're yeah. like, you fucking quit Bloodborne. Shut up. <laughs> I was waiting for you to put that in the goddamn text thread the whole time. They give me shit because I couldn't get past the first level of Bloodborne. They have all of these wonderful stories to regale me with of what the closing screen looks like. I'll I'm never so see it. I'm not a soul brother either. It's all right. Man. I'm not, I am not a, a soul brother. No, I am a... Does this, like have an easy mode marvel ultimate alliance 3 if you do not play on the easy mode is the fucking tits too uh that and i've been playing this is so embarrassing to say pokemon shield and no it's, it's not, not embarrassing, embarrassing at all it's pokemon's great. fucking awesome it's I'm my first it. pokemon game i fucking love it i'm totally addicted and the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me as an adult though is i beat the first gym when i looked at my daughter and i was like baby look i beat the first pokemon gym She's like, that's cute, Dad. I'm the freaking champion. I already beat this oh. game. <laughs> but now, does she get sword? Are you guys sharing Pokemon? She's got sword. I've got shield. And uh, we're sharing, yeah. Uh-huh. By the but way, I finally beat Mario Odyssey. Nice. Oh, nice. Is that not like the best ending? Oh, it's beautiful. When they go into Bowser's head. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then also, uh, I well, I beat it, and I've gotten to the first secret moon level. I got 250 moons, and so I got to go to the dark side of the moon, and that's what I'm doing right now. But I am not going to get 600 fucking moons and do that at last secret level. Dude, I would be playing that game for the rest of my life. I think that's the goal. Uh, Mike, what do you got for recommendations? Well, uh, I'm also in sort of Netflix 
reclaiming mode here myself. Really? I, I interrupted a lot of shows and stepped away uh, to watch other stuff. So I'm going back and watching uh, all sorts of stuff on Netflix. Dark Crystal, for some reason, I abandoned. I'm going back for that. It's good. It's good. Um, I'm going to personally recommend, this is something that we talked about last night and we, we watched it, all of us. Um, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. I'm going to I'm going to shout that out. That's sort of a weird left turn for recommendation on the show, but uh, really funny, really heartfelt, really clever. Uh, I love Mulaney anyway, and it, it really surprised me how much I liked it. I laughed, I cried, ha ah, <laughs> It was good. Uh, as far as uh, comics, uh, I'm just going to keep harping on the X Men train, man. I'm loving Marauders, mm-hmm. loving X Force, X Men, Excalibur is a big uh, cliffhanger from the last Excalibur that gets resolved the day with Rogue. I can't wait to see where that develops into. Very excited about all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm going to piggyback on the Death Stranding thing. I, I was cold on it. took a minute to sell it to me. And once I started playing it, I, I love that game. It's so cool. It reminds me of Ridley Scott. There's so many mysteries. Everything is so advanced and alien that it just draws you in. Everything's a mystery. Uh, really, really good stuff narratively. Um, I could see how people might balk at some of the gameplay within that second chapter. But I personally, it pulls me in. And I, I just love it myself. All of it. It's, it's really great stuff. And uh, Pokemon Shield myself. I'm really enjoying that. It's really fun. It's <laughs> really fun. After you beat the first gym, it quits being easy. It's like, oh, wow, there's some... That first gym, you could literally just like slap your dick against the controller. <laughs> and you'll, you'll beat it. But. I think that's what Gamefly says you should do. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, so it's your first Pokemon game, First right? Pokemon game, yes. I've never played a Pokemon game either. Me too. It's like, um, where it's fun from the start it's like you're not like having to oh i need to play all these other ones first no 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 it's 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 not like picking up metro exodus or something no it's it's pokemon they look this is a machine that prints money and merch and that is it and i understand fully why now there's a few pokemon that are going to be in my house as statues very soon over this fucking game. now you get it yo i totally do now i feel like such a dick bitching about all the shit i bought my kid Uh uh-huh I'm like, no, 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 now I'm just picking out better Pokemon. I'm like, no, why a Charizard? That's fucking stupid. Fucking peasants. (laughs) We're evolving this Magikarp like a real family. That's what we're doing. (laughs) uh, No, it's, you don't have to know shit. It's Pokemon. They make it for kids and adults. It's for all ages. And it's, it's literally the most idiot proof fucking game okay. I've ever played they want you to be a fan and addicted yeah. that's true my worry is I'm OCD-ish and I know I'm not going you can't get every Pokemon you have to have both games right or find yeah, you a can trade. trade you can trade you can trade, trade. Uh, but there's only like a few on each that are specific right. yeah. so like okay. six or seven and you can trade over the internet or yes yeah. Do it as a person, mm-hmm. like actually. Like, yeah, I don't think you have to be in contact. No, you can you can do it several ways. You can be personal, like machine to machine contact. You can do surprise trade, which is kind of cool. Or if you have somebody's uh, Nintendo Switch friend code, you can you okay. can bounce off each other. I've only done local so far, and it's seamless as fuck. Mm. Nice. Well, Ryan, uh, thanks for being here with us. Well, thanks for having me. It was yeah. uh, fun. It was I super fun. Blast. I got to talk pop culture for almost two hours without <laughs> Bingy looking at me glaring. <laughs> Uh, the show I did before this one, that was me. I just want to sit down and talk about comic books and comic book movies. Like, well, why don't you just do that in your own time? I'm like, hey, be right back. <laughs> <laughs> but awesome. uh, yeah, we're happy to have you here. Come Thanks, back man. anytime. Sure. And uh, hopefully rocking a different Spider-Ham shirt. I think there I should have. be a law now that you have to wear a Spider-Ham shirt every oh, time yep. that you go. It's okay. I have three. You have three? Well, you yes. better have five for the next time you come oh, here, because wow. we're doing wardrobe changes and auditions like Vogue style. <laughs> the fact that three Spider-Ham shirts exist is also amazing. Well, they don't exist until I had them made. Oh, fuck. oh, that's even fucking that's even cooler. cooler. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend that makes shirts, so I said, this is the design I want. And yeah. So there's no too. official Spider-Ham merch? No. There's no Baby Yoda yet, and I have a Baby Yoda shirt. Well, yeah, but that's... 
That was on purpose. Yeah, the Spider Ham. I can't find like official merch uh, that you can wear. You right. know, obviously, there's toys and everything, but yeah. God damn it! Come on, Marvel. What the hell? If only we had more money. We're Marvel. We need. Mo- oh wait, you have the universe. Yeah. You should have like a line of bacon. <laughs> oh, like I couldn't bacon eat it. bits. Oh, I couldn't do it. Oh, I'd be like, it's Peter. Well, Peter <laughs> thanks for being here. Everybody tune in. Uh, coming up soon. And a request, if you made it to the end of this episode, I meant to say this at the top of the show and forgot, uh, we really appreciate all of the Facebook support that we've been yep. getting. But if you could do us a favor and inform your friends when you share our page that we are not a meme page, that there is actually a fucking podcast attached <laughs> to it, that would be fucking fantastic. Still three more people this week were like, I love that meme page you and your friends do. Like, you know it's a podcast and this is its promotion. <laughs> She's like, oh, you guys have a podcast too? It's literally in the description. She's like, I don't look at that. I share Baby Yoda pictures. (laughs) And a part of me wanted to be like, God damn it, listen to the show. But the other part of me is like, I'm trying to find Baby Yoda pictures before Cody does it. He beats me. (laughs) But uh, yeah, please let everybody know and tune in for our next show where we give our belated uh, best of the year and decade decade, list. It's going to be fun for us and we'll make you have fun and, and rob you at geek point and it'll be awesome uh, i'm jc and i am out i'm ck and i'll see you later mike d see you next time i don't have a catchphrase i'm ryan bye bye, <laughs> bye.